This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by celery, or in tonight's case, London Lager. Uh, the show that absolutely loves the FA Cup. Uh, now, if you grew up in the 70s, uh, then the decade started with Chelsea winning the FA Cup for the first time. Uh, it was also a time when the FA Cup final was the only live club game on TV, and the whole family gathered around the TV all day. And it kicked off at three o'clock on a Saturday. Happy days. Now, if you're like me, then that magical journey started again on Sunday when Chelsea played Scunthorpe in the third round of the FA Cup. We won 2-0, like we all knew we would. But we'll be on the next step of a journey that we all hope will end with another FA Cup win for Chelsea at Wembley in May. It's a shame that so many modern players, fans and TV executives don't seem to understand the magic of the cup in quite the same way that we do. Now, I am Stanford Chidge, and the name of tonight's show is, in honour, Clayton, of David Bowie, All the Young Dudes. Good stuff. Because mm, there's a bit of a youth theme on the show tonight. Now, uh, with me, of course, you've already realised that Clayton is with us. Hello, Clayton, how are you? Good evening. I'm very, very well, thank you, and it's uh, fabulous to be back. Are you, um, you still feeling moist? Uh, I, I have. I'm not, I, not in that I, way, I, people. I have, I have leaked a couple of times I today. I've, I've been very, very sad. He was uh, a, an icon in my life, he and uh, this morning was awful. It's really See, awful. Do you know what? I don't know this for a fact, actually. I don't know this for a yeah. fact, but actually I think technically David Bowie probably was a Chelsea fan because he was Brixton, so that would have been his nearest. He, he was yeah. born in Surrey, wasn't he? Kent, rather. No, he, was he, was born, Brixton. he was born in Kent. But, well, yeah, Be- lived in no, Brixton. no, I thought he was. Uh, he lived in Beck- Brixton. Yeah. Well, whatever. Okay. I think we should claim him as our own. <laughs> yep. uh, Dan is definitely one of our own. Uh, and how are you tonight, yeah. Mr. Sills? Very good. It's good to be back. 
It is, isn't it, yeah, actually? it's been a long time. It has. Yeah. You, we've not been on air since the 21st of December. And I cried off the last one. I'm, ama- I'm amazed we don't have another new manager. You know, it's been three weeks. Actually, breaking news. Roman, break, what are you playing Breaking, at? breaking news. <laughs> yeah, it would surpri- nothing would surprise right. me of the wonderful Chelsea. Now, uh, last but by no means least, I am delighted. I mean, to, to say that, I mean, talk about like big transfers taking years and years and years. I mean, I've been waiting for ages to get this young man on the show. <laughs> but we have a very, very special guest uh, who uh, is a very good-looking, articulate, and top-notch broadcaster, who, in fact, funnily enough, reminds me of myself when I was his age. Rory, there is no finer compliment than that, I tell you, mate. Uh, thank you, thank you. I, I, I wasn't quite sure who you were talking about then. Well, that, oh, very good. Very, he's learning, he's yeah. learning. Very he, quick, he can very come back. Quick. Normally somebody says something rude to me at that stage, but you, you've already uh, ingratiated yourself with me. We've got the fantastic Rory Jennings from the even more fantastic Chelsea fans YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what, Matt, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Oh, I really you. am, because you do such good work, and it's going to be lovely talking to you about that. Now, uh, what have we got on tonight, Clayton? We're going to have to, I'll tell you what, bollocks of the football. Let's just do a two-hour talk about David Bowie, shall we? That would keep you happy, wouldn't <laughs> it? It would. It would. But <laughs> it would. You let's, know what? Let's, let's slip a little bit We're not going to do that. Because, as I said to you earlier... Uh, the fact that um, the thin white duke has left us has sort of dissipated some of the anger that I have about our football club at the moment. You can't, you you, you just can't help it, can you? But no, you know that that. I, means... I don't know what you're talking about, but no, I can't. No, but help you it. know that <laughs> I was going to ignore you totally and move on to what we should talk about. But now I, I can't help it. You, you've kind of <laughs> encouraged me to indulge myself. Go on. What was your favourite period of Bowie? Because I'll be honest with you, mine was probably thin white duke. Uh, thin white duke heroes for me, mate. Aladdin Sane was yeah. my. Favorite, okay. driving, driving Saturday is my favorite song. Thus proving that you are in fact older than me. I'm older than everybody. There we really. are. See, yeah. I knew that already. Okay, uh, we should get on with the football on the show. I know I always try and avoid it, but we will not do that tonight uh, because we're going to be discussing Ruben Loftus Cheek's superb winner against Scunthorpe and asking, do we heap too much pressure and expectation on the Chelsea youth? And uh, on that point, why didn't Gus pick more of the youth to start the game? In part two, we're going to be discussing whether the FA Cup is magic or not. And how important is it for Chelsea to win it this season? And are there signs that Gus has turned Chelsea's form around or not? Because, of course, we've not been on air for a few weeks, so we have actually played a few games since we were last on air, haven't we, Dan? So hopefully we'll talk about that. Now, in part three, we're going to be talking to Rory, all about the Chelsea Fans Channel, and also about how much Rory loves Chelsea, which I can tell you is a lot, isn't it, Rory? It certainly is. I mean, actually, we could do this visually because it works really well on radio. Do you love Chelsea that much? A, a bit more. That much? A bit more. That much? There you go. Got there you go. So, there, there we go. We've just proved conclusively that Rory <laughs> loves Chelsea a lot. So there we go. Uh, part four, of course, as always, we wrap up with a bit of uh, roundup of Chelsea news. Now, uh, as I said, normally, uh, if you uh, you know want to listen to the show live on a Monday at seven o'clock, you can do so by going to Mixler which is mixlr.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast, where you can join in with all the fun games and jolly japes. There's a lot of nice people in there, actually, aren't there, Dan? Yeah. I know. <laughs> it rocks in there on a Monday night, and I, I feel very, I feel dirty. I feel dirty for having the broadband not working and disappointing them, but what can you do? They'll, they'll still love you next week. I hope so. Well, actually, it'll be two weeks, because, of course, infamously, I had back neck last yeah. week, as did Clayton. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a collective... Ch- I, think it's a, I think it's a campaign. There's something snide going on that all of my mates at the same age at Chelsea are all getting back knack. Old. 
You know, what is going on? Anyway, enough of all of that. Um, we will be back on Mixler next Monday at 7 o'clock, live and direct, and I promise, and we'll make it up to you. Um, of course, uh, I would normally say at this juncture, tweet Chelsea Fancast during the show, but it's a bit pointless because you're not hearing it live, so don't. Um, anyway, after this very little bit of a stingage, we'll talk about the football. Right. Uh, first up, um, I've got to talk about Ruben Loftus Cheek. I mean, what, what a fa- I mean, it, you know, a fantastic goal. I mean, I was, in, I was actually unusually for me. I was sitting in the front row of uh, of the shed upper, and uh, in spite of my back knack, which I still have at the moment, uh, I'm manfully carrying on doing the show. I did leap up quite excitedly and nearly fell over the edge, actually. <laughs> Uh, which is a bit uh, embarrassing, but I was so I was really excited by the fact that he scored. Roy. It was a cracking goal, wasn't it? Yeah, he took it perfectly. It was really, really good. Really, really good movement. Uh, I was uh, I was delighted for him. It had shades of Frank Lampard. I thought the late arrival into the box and Didn't yeah, it, Jack, tucked actually, it away. Yeah, yeah point. tucked it away with his weak foot. Really, really good finish. Can ask see, more. That's the kind of you know intelligence that we we don't normally have on the show, Rory. The fact that you knew that he put it away with his weaker foot. I was just happy that he scored a great <laughs> goal, mate. That's knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know. I'm not, I, I call it his weaker foot. I think that he's a complete player. I think that he, yeah. you know, both his feet yeah. are, are excellent. But uh, yeah, it was an, it was an excellent goal and um, delighted. You know what? The other thing is, it, it clearly you know because I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'll talk about this in a minute. But it was a bit of a torpid game, and the crowd were pretty you know soporific because yeah. they quite often are actually cold. Lower opposition, not br- playing brilliantly, blah, 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 blah. But it really woke everybody up, Dan, didn't it? Yeah, everybody it was, got really excited about it. Was it was like a massive boost because everyone's been banging about the youth, 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 yeah. youth all youth, season. Youth, youth. And he comes on, he had a good game, as, as Rory said, a cracking run, a good goal, and I won 30 quid because I had. You won 30 quid? Well, I had um, Loftus Cheek anytime goal scorer. No way, four Jose. to one. Yeah. I didn't. I did. Four to one? Yeah. Anytime Result, goal scorer. Man. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Listen, he took his chance well. He had a good game. I mean, what can you say? play the youth he won't probably play on Wednesday but it's encouraging I mean you know I'll tell you what I really liked uh, I liked the fact that he got 45 minutes but mm. it, it kind of made me think why didn't he get more why, I mean you know I, 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 don't, I wasn't really aware of this because I'm not really aware mm. of a lot of stuff when I turn up at the football mm. having been in the pub before but you know from what I understand that there was a little bit of disgruntlement about the fact that Goose hadn't actually picked a lot it's, of the youth to start I, th- I, I think the selection was spot on it's a game we had to win given our season mm. I think if we were third but mate, um, it was, all do you know what? Here's the thing, right? Two things about Scunthorpe, okay? One, I don't even know where Scunthorpe is. Yeah. And two, I don't even know what league they're in. That's by the by, I think, given our but season. What league? Look, ask league me that two. Question. They're in League Two. I so think. that's Old Money Division Three. They're, they're 15th in League yeah. Two. But irrespective Old Money that, Division Three. In respect to that, Chelsea no, ball... Division Four. Division, oh, the Old fa- Money ah, Division thank Four. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Even worse. Like, they're really shit. They should I know, be shit. I mean, I you can't but play listen, the youth against that. But we've lot. Always, Come on. We've always respected the FA Cup for, for the last 25 years. That's why respect we Respect the FA Cup, but not the opposition when they're in we ha- the we old ha- money we, division. We had four. to win. The team's still quite fragile confidence wise. It's a game I think we had to win, given where we are on the league, given it's a good You sound route. like you're doing a post match interview for Match of the Day, mate. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, you I'm, sound like you're working for Chelsea TV. Like a bit pravda. 
Uh, <laughs> bit Mark Lawrenson. Don't he said talk the... about any individuals, Dan, or there'll be yeah, trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Papal Discord around the table. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Well, mate, we have been going for nearly 10 minutes. What do you expect? Yeah. But, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, surely he could have... I told... I mean, come on, Rory, what do you reckon? He could have taken, taken a chance and played them from the start, surely. I, I certainly would have liked to have seen him play. I think that when the team sheet came out, I was optimistic. I thought that both him and Kennedy deserved a start. However, when we employed Hiddink, we knew that his his remit would be to try and win a trophy this season. He isn't thinking about the, the future for Chelsea. He's there for six months. He's thinking about what's best for the team today. And by that logic, he's picked the team that he thought was best and Loftus-Cheek doesn't make a start there. That's disappointing mm. for us because we see the club in a different light. We, we look for longevity and we want to see the youth because we need people within the team who understand the fibre and the DNA of Chelsea Football Club. Mm. Loftus-Cheek certainly does. He's been there since he was eight years yeah. old. Mm. But I do understand why it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I am kind of being a bit naughty and teasing, and I, I actually agree with you to a certain extent, because actually the worst thing that could happen right now, I think, is had we lost to Scunthorpe. That would have been an absolute yeah. meltdown. Um, but just to turn that around, because I'm going to talk a little bit later in yeah. part two, actually, about the youth and all of that, and why we, whether we should be playing them, or certainly wh- why it might be important to win mm-hmm. something this year. But what, what um, really occurred to me, you know, because I mean, I thought I thought it was interesting actually. Because the highlight of the day, really, because it was a pretty turgid mm-hmm. game. Let's be honest. The highlight of the day for me was Ruben Loftus-Cheek coming on at halftime and scoring a cracking goal. And I did spend a lot of the game, you know, don't it's not not in a weird sort of way, but I spent a lot of the second half just watching Ruben yeah. Loftus-Cheek to see what he did. And you know, he wasn't perfect. You know, he did he, he made a few errors. He did a few good things, which I liked, but it, it wasn't. A, a, a wonderful, brilliant performance. It didn't, you know, raise the hairs on the back of mm-hmm. your neck, but it was okay. And 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 I came away thinking, you know, what's going to happen? Uh, there's going to be loads of stuff about Ruben Loftus Cheek coming on, scoring a great goal, blah 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 blah. And what occurred to me was this: is that you know, I I, I just wonder about a lot of the youth that we have, and I and, and I think that we actually heap far too much expectation on them. And I get that sense already mm-hmm. with Ruben Loftus Cheek. What, what do you reckon, Clay? Um. I thought he was okay. I didn't think he was brilliant. I think you're quite right. I think there's a huge amount of expectation for too a kid. much, mate. Far yeah, too much. Probably. I mean, as a kid, you come on. You know, he came on what five minutes before the second half started, and the place started buzzing. Yeah. It was like fantastic. Mm. He's coming on, mm. um, and I thought he was okay. I. I was really trying to work out. I mean, you said you watched him. Where, where was he supposed to be playing? Because I don't think he knew where he was supposed to be playing. He was he was far forward. Number ten kind of role. Yeah, really, and I, wasn't I, it? I thought he, he came on for Oscar, of course. Yeah, and I, Fabregas I, was playing next to Ramirez, apparently. Uh, I don't, well, Fabregas I, I, I don't <laughs> get me started on Ramirez <laughs> because I just oh, I love I, Rambo. Oh God, what a it's that other twat that I can't stand. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I I just. I'm one of those people who wanted to see youth players play yesterday. I get it. I know that we can't lose to Scunthorpe in the cup. But we brought a left-back um, who played a full season in the Bundesliga and who's a Ghanaian international. And if he can't play against Scunthorpe without risk, then I, I think we're in a bad place. Our left-back, who is the best right-back in the club, had a broken cheek what was the problem with giving him the day off yesterday? So we had loftus cheek and broken cheek. Loftus <laughs> cheek and broken. <laughs> get my coat. It, it was yeah. very cheeky. I I'm, I despair. I'm I'm so angry. I mean, uh, let, let's get into that part two because okay. I really want to, you know. Okay, kick but into the bottom that. line is, it was great to see him score. 
it was great to see a Chelsea youth product score a goal and a for good it to goal too. And a great yeah. goal. goal. But you know the yeah. thing with that was that it was the game was like turgid, as you said, and there was that move, the move for the goal, all of a sudden the team picked it up. Pace. You could see yeah. they picked it up, it was boom, 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 great cross, goal. Well, the overlap was brilliant. The, the whole the whole yeah. thing, they picked it up from midfield. I think even did Loftus Cheek win it in midfield and then ran forward. I think, you know, what Rory said a minute ago is just spot on. You know, it was actually seeing a player, you know, making a run from midfield and getting on the end of it and scoring a great goal. How how many times have we seen that this season? Uh, Yeah. Well, no, Oscar at Palace. Yeah, once then. Okay, well, fine. But but it's, but it's, it happens, but yeah, I just... Uh, I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a specimen of a player because I think Hiddink was surprised he was only 19. Mm. I said in the post-match interview, I thought he was 22, 23. So physically, I think he's ready. Mm. He just needs But he should be aware time. of that, though, because, I mean, you know, Costa's 26, but actually in reality, he's 50. Anyway. If you're looking at a, a new John Terry to come in from, from the youth, if they play in the right way, build him up the right way, he could be the next, you know, John Terry. Look, very quickly, because I want to move on to the other thing, which I've amusingly called ironing out Scunthorpe. Brilliant. What I've done. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, Fantastic. Just to, just to put a lid on to, onto, uh, under or onto... Yeah, a tin lid. A tin lid. Very good. Uh, is he ready? I mean, I, personally, I think he is, Rory. I, I mean, what, what do you think, mate? I think Loftus-Cheek's ready. I, I, I've thought that for a long time. Mm. I think that he has sat on the bench for far too long. And, it, you know, it's. I think the problem is... We've had midfield performances this season that have been far below the expected level when you're playing for Chelsea Football Club, and he was overlooked at that point. I think it's very difficult now to give him an opportunity because it's it really is must win, and there's a lot to lose now. Six weeks ago, when Fabregas, you know, it was it was abysmal, wasn't it? I think that was the time when Loftus Cheek should have been introduced, um, and I think it's a shame he wasn't. Will it happen now again? I, I don't think it will. It really pisses me off, I've got to be honest, Rory. I mean, I've, I've, got to, I, I've said this consistently all this season, and, and I, I freely admit that my bias against Fabregas is the fact that he played for Barcelona and Arsenal, <laughs> which I know is irrational, but that is how I feel. But I think he has been dog shit all season, and it's not just how he's played. I think his attitude stinks. And if, if, if Ruben Loftus-Cheek can't play ahead of somebody like Fabregas, then I, I just wonder what it's all about. I really do. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Because football, I think, it needs to be, for the, in order for the players to be motivated to try hard in training, and football needs to be a meritocracy. If you yeah. play well, you get a chance and you play in the team. Fabregas didn't play well for, if I'm being really cruel, a, a year. Yeah, no, I think I you're mean, right, you mate. Could, he hasn't played well. You could level that a lot of the squad since yeah, Swansea but, but away. Without, I mean, you know, exactly, you could. Mm. But I think definitely you can say that yeah. for Fabregas. He hasn't played well I mean, since, since a year I'm ago. Purely, purely playing devil's advocate here. The, the step up from under-21s, whatever, to the higher echelons of Premier League is a huge step up. I mean, some of the... Um, I, I see youth football, and then you step up from Chelsea Reserve to you know Champions League football. It's a massive step uh, up. Absolutely. And you see, these, you see them in training day in, day out. Mourinho, I think, had a had a complete and utter, you know, myopic view of the youth. He didn't he didn't didn't want to play them. Hiddink's been there a month. He said, I think, in one of his interviews, he, he's seen what's available, and I think we might see them. Yeah, might I, see one or two come well, in. Well, the, let's see. I mean, yeah. again, I'm going to park that a little bit into part two. Right. But I mean, I think the, the, without we, we've done this to death, and and I for one have moved on from this. But I think if if Mourinho has a fault. Uh, and you know like most people he's got faults but I think you know his loyalty to some of those players actually I think is what did for him in a way 
But also, I think Mourinho finds it easier to, to see the mistakes and the flaws in players than he does to see the good in players. Mm-hmm. So he'll see Ruben Loftus-Cheek come on and he'll see what he does wrong, not what he does right, because Mourinho wants and demands and expects perfection, mm-hmm. which, bottom line, is quite unrealistic. Well, no, Long no, term. From, even from even from I'm kids. not perfect, yeah. Dan. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Even no, I've I, made I mean, mistakes. I, I think you are, Chich. Oh, thanks, <laughs> mate. But, but I think from kids, they're not perfect. Mm. No. And you're, you've got to make mistakes. What Rory said is 100% correct. What I said in my article is that I think a lot of the players who rebelled against Mourinho looked at other players who were getting picked yeah, regularly, who were on. playing absolute shite, and thinking, well, I don't respect you anymore. I don't respect your judgment. Why do you keep picking players who are not playing well? Yeah, you know, do, Branner do you know, was absolutely awful first it, part of the season. Abysmal. But and got you, picked every single game. Do you know what I think is really interesting there? And in you make the point perfectly. Kids are not perfect. Yeah. But that is their brilliance. Yeah. If you look at players at other clubs, you know, somebody like Deli Ali, I assume doesn't take on the full instruction that, that Pochettino puts into him, but he plays with no fear. Yeah. That that should be encouraged to flourish. It's yeah. the fact that yeah. we put these kids out there and put the shackles on them. Yeah. Exactly. We picked him up MK Don, so he'd be a bit of a test right now. Yes. Just a quick aside before we... I mean, actually, the, the, what we're doing brilliantly is avoiding having to talk about the game at all, which, of course, is a thing. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a Chelsea fan cast thing. It's the it FA finds us. It's the FA Cup. But actually, I, just to pick up on that whole yeah. Deli Alley thing, because... Uh, you know, we get a shellacking from the media all over the place for not bringing any youth players through, and for, but actually more to the point, sending so many of them out on loan. And yet the reason why Deli Ali is probably as good as he is this season is he spent a year or so at loan on at Milton well, no, Keynes. He was, he was, well. no, he, he was, he was MK Don's play. He played 80, 85, yeah. 90 games at yeah. League 1, League exactly. 2 so, under progressive manager. Yeah, but so, he, he, he learned his craft for a year yeah. or so at a, non, at a lower league club and lo and behold, with a bit of experience, you know, having been kicked all over the park by great big hairy thirty-year-olds, yeah. he's he's an, he's now got that confidence but to play in a, in, a, in a Premier League. Difference, Potticino. Why like, are we doing well, that? Potticino's done a fantastic job at Southampton and Spurs. He, he obviously saw him in training, thought, you know, well, this guy's got something. Let me get him in. I can play with ten experienced players. If Loftus Cheek comes in next to a Matic or a Mikel, and you've got nine yeah. players with basically what plus you're saying, games, Dan, I'll, I'll help you out. What yeah. you're saying is that when it's Tottenham. Most of their first team is shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. If yeah, you're pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But if it's Chelsea, you're up against world class players. Mm, yes, to a point. Yeah. All right. In fact, yeah. I think is he's not going to play five I, years. I agree with you. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to come in and play four kids. That's not going to happen. If no. you had Loftus Cheek against next to Mikel, for example, or eight or nine really experienced players next it's to him, a different I think he's I mean, look, whatever way you look at it, I agree with you. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, the quality of Tottenham squad is is on paper not as good as ours, and secondly. Potticino's got a lot less to lose than a manager yeah. at Chelsea. You know, he's not competing for a Champions League trophy, the league, the FA Cup, what have you. Yeah. They're, you know, they're happy if they get seventh. You know, yeah. that's Tottenham. So it's a different gig. Yeah. What I will say, though, is, and I'm an, I am no lover of any Tottenham player or anything to do with Tottenham, mm. but when Dali Ali made his debut for England, he looked a player. He's a phenomenal player. He looks I mean, I've, a I've player. I've got Spurs fans who say he is an unbelievable you know? player. He's got and f- it, it just pisses me off that we've probably got you know, as many talented players as Deli Alley, you know, in our setup and they're not getting they're not coming through. Well do you yeah. know what's a terrifying stat? Chelsea didn't sign Deli Alley. We didn't want him. We had the opportunity, we chose not to sign him because we decided that Lewis Baker was a far better option. And, and, and he yeah, may well be he may well be but Rory. he's not been given a chance. I mean he's I mean I've you know, I saw you Lewis I mean I you know, I'm not you know 
I just I don't I'm not as on top of this as a lot of other people are, but I have seen Lewis Baker play for the youth, and I thought he looks a player. You know, yeah, he's, he's having a very good season as well. So Solanke, isn't he? Yeah, they're, they're both having a really good season, but they just wouldn't. I think that Kennedy is is a really good case study to use here. I think if case if Kennedy played for any other club in the Premier League, he would be a household name now. Yeah, he's not really known outside of Chelsea, is he? I mean, the other thing is, though, Rory, because, I mean, you know, this has been racking my brains for most of this season because I think, actually, other than the whole Mourinho debacle, that the other big issue consistently this season has been the youth and yeah. what we're doing with them. And I rack my brains about it. And, 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 and I had this kind of... Ra- I, I get random thoughts in my head. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of madness, <laughs> no really. I, I, don't, I don't like to talk about it an awful <laughs> lot. Uh, but uh, it's OK to talk about it on the podcast because nobody listens. Um, but I do have random thoughts in my head. And the one I had today was that, you know, again, going on about why don't we bring you through, why don't we bring you through, you know, and clearly over the last kind of four or five years, Abramovich has been absolutely dedicated to making us Barcelona light. Look at the players that we've bought, Mm -hmm. look at what we're doing with the youth academy, look at the managers that we get, that kind of thing. But the thing is, you know, Barcelona, for all of their many faults, have done exactly that. They have brought in... Uh, people from their academy mm-hmm. who are now household names, and I'm, you know, but Messi no, arguably but... is included in that. But certainly, a lot of the other players they bring through young players into what is technically the best club in the world. Yeah. More to the point, they also have this is one for another podcast down <laughs> the line, I suspect, Dan. But also, they they're quite good at bringing in ex players as managers who do a pretty job. Mm-hmm. So you know, if if Abramovich is trying to use Barcelona as a template, get it right. Yeah. Stop doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, get, well, you've got to get the right people, as we said in the pub earlier, you've got the right people from top to bottom to make it work. If anyhow, yeah. that's a problem. We may not necessarily got the right yeah. teams in place. Just going back close. to Sorry, yesterday. Mate. No, 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 it's absolutely fine. Just going back to yesterday. I mean, I think it's unlucky because I think he's been in and out of the side and I don't think we've seen the best of Pedro. But I thought Pedro was, was mm. ver- ver- very, very quiet yesterday. I didn't really? Think he, yeah, I, just, I, I didn't think know. he brought, brought too much to it. I would play Kennedy yesterday yeah. instead of Pedro. I can't think that Kennedy would have been any worse no, than no, Pedro. I like Kennedy. I mean, I'm not, you know, I like Pedro. I think he's a quality player. He has to be a quality I, I, player. I'm warming to him. And he's because basically, he gives, he gives he's, 100%. Yeah, I, I and, like and he's walked into a shitstorm. He has. Mm. You know, he's yeah. walked into yeah. an absolute mess of I'll a give, club. I'll give you an example. Give you an example Go of why then. I like like Pedro and get against all of my instincts and better judgment because he chases but back. yesterday yes um, there was a I mean because basically Scunthorpe had a load of you know hod carriers playing for them let's be frank <laughs> you know fat short not, not, not the kind of people you want to meet on a Friday who night should out have basically somewhere up had in the north who should have had a penalty when they were 1-0 down that, that's not we got, yeah. I was going to talk about that Good. Uh, okay, we'll but talk. we won't have time, sadly. Okay. Uh, but in my opinion, it was a pen, and Ramirez is a clumsy idiot. But there we go. Amongst anyway, the, the point things, the point yeah. I was going to make is that <laughs> Pedro, in yes. spite of everything that I dislike about him on principle, yesterday tracked back, trying to tackle some great big hod carrier from the north, and couldn't. So basically, just stood in front of him whilst this bloke basically steamrolled yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. But it stopped him. Yeah. And, and that's all and I asked. And he got booked, didn't he? And he got mm. booked. That's all I asked, mate. Put your body on the line. Take one Completely. for the team. I'm not I, for a five foot one inch Spanish player to do that. Slagging him off yeah. was saying that I like him, but I didn't think he had to play yesterday. No, I think then that's I an mean, absolutely I, valid I'm point. I'm absolutely mate. desperate to see Traore play in his correct position. Yeah. Well, he did what? for five minutes. Yeah, what? Yeah, but he didn't get the ball. <laughs> Why did Jose play him at left back? Oh, yeah, God, don't I mean, ask just... me, mate. I know. Do you know what? I mean, look. Final point on this because we, we really, sh- I, I, I really should talk about the game. I'll try to in a minute, <laughs> but. Uh, I can't wait for whoever's biography, autobiography it is that comes out in a few years' time that tells the story 
from the inside on this season. Yeah. But, I mean, some of the stuff that's gone on, some of the decisions that were made, and I'm talking a lot of them by Mourinho, if we look back at it with hindsight, just beggar belief, don't they? I mean, they really Car crash of a season. Unbelievable. The one that fascinates me most was the Michael Hector, Papi Gilamboji yeah. signings. Where, where did that come from? Well, Cal- Callum's song has been my highlight of the season. Oh, you know, well, I went Papi, in for that Papi special offer. Callum can sometimes be a genius, it has to be said. Yeah, and that, that was I mean, one such moment. Signing a Sunderland reject in Julia Bodgett because Sunderland turned him down for whatever reason. Just, Fulham turned him down. Yeah, and yeah, Michael Hector. Mental. I mean. Right, okay. We could either go to a break or we could talk about the game. So I'm going to elect to talk about the game. Um, bottom line is. Um, the one point I want to really talk about the game, I don't know if you lot agree with this, maybe it's just me being you know, miserable and old and all the rest of it, but you know, it was turgid. Um, Scunthorpe had a lot of fight and attitude and fair play to them, but am I being really kind of antsy by saying that I just felt that a lot of the players didn't really seem up for it or interested because it was the FA Cup, or is that just me being me? Um, I think... That's you being you. Thanks, Rory. Uh, so I, I think <laughs> That's why you're be. here. The I voice of reason. But, but, I, but well, part, of that, part of that is because I choose to live in a world, I have to live in a world where the <laughs> FA Cup is respected and yeah. loved. I can't, I can't accept that the players wouldn't be up for the yeah. FA Cup. You're just not old and cynical like I am. <laughs> but, I mean, they do. It's just these, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just sounding a bit Al Murray or something. But, I mean, you know, I, all these foreigners, they'll turn up for a Champions League match because, you know, that's where the glory is these days. You know, I mean, I mean, even I don't know where Scunthorpe is. So, what hope have we got in expecting that Diego Costa or Oscar know where Scunthorpe is? I just got that feeling about there, it. There have been the countless examples, Chelsea examples, actually, where the foreign lads have embraced the cup to beyond English levels. Like, you know, there's there's footage of of Di Matteo going crazy. Yeah, but that was then. This, but S- even this is now. Michael S- S- yeah, but, the, but that was then. I think there's been a massive sea change in the last couple of years in the attitude of some of the foreign players that we've got. And basically what I'm saying is that the the dissipation of the English spine and some of the foreign guys who came in and actually helped to make that spine has almost been complete. And now you're getting players who, who don't get that. What? Some, some, something that there, there seems to be a disconnect. And it's, it's hang, hang on, Dan, and, and yeah. it's happened, in my mind, since we won the Champions League. You know, without getting into it in great detail, Hazard, for example, is a mercenary. He joined yeah. Chelsea because we won the Champions League. He, f- he flirted with every major yeah. club in Europe that season and picked the ones who won the Champions yeah. League. All right? And we're getting players of that ilk. And, and they're not Michael Essien. They're not Michael Ballack. They're not Didier Drogba. They're okay. not Petr Cech. Well, they, well, two points. Or, or, to go back further, Di Matteo. Viali. Viali. Um, e- even Poye, I know I get a lot of grief when yeah. I say but that, but all of those players got it. Passion. There's two yeah. things. F- firstly, you talk about the FA Cup. We had that English, we had Ch- um, Cole, Lampard, Terry, yeah. three players who know what the FA Cup's about, yeah. three big personalities yeah. who would then encourage the other players to embrace the FA Cup. And getting back onto the point now is, that's where we are. We haven't got that mm. spine. That spine was a once-in-a-lifetime spine. Mm. You know, your Chet, your Terry, your Jogba, your Lampard, your Essien. I don't think it's Ballack. just that, though, Dan. And I think this is, this is the proof that you are all, in fact, collectively geniuses. And I am, you know, you are the brains of an otherwise <laughs> no-brain outfit. Uh, because my, the next point in part two is going to pick up on this, which is the magic of the cup. But to, to, to kind of tease that, 
I think that the modern footballers that we've got playing for us now don't get the magic of the cup. And I think it's a generational thing because the players that we talked about a minute ago, the SCNs, the Ballocks, the Drogbas, are old enough to have remembered what it was like to watch the... You know, when the FA Cup was on television when I was a kid, it was, the, it was one of the most televised programmes yeah. in the world. People in Ulaanbaatar would be sat at their TV mm. at stupid but, o'clock in the morning watching it. So even the players like the generation of Drogba, SCN, Ballock and all those kind, they would have grown up knowing that. That doesn't apply uh, now. The players that grow up now, what Champions they grow up with is the Champions League but final. the difference is, you had Ashley Cole, Frank Lampard, John Terry. I agree with that. No, I'm kind of saying this is the I, FA Cup. Can I just say you something? You can, Clayton. Thank you. <laughs> it's um, your turn. I hear what you say about yesterday. But I just think yesterday was a continuation of a crap season. Okay. I, can't, I don't put it down to the FA Cup. I just put it down to those players not being good enough and not caring enough. And I'm not, I don't think it's a Wembley thing. You can't tell me that somebody like Pedro wouldn't love to play in a Wembley Cup final. Mm. You know, I think, I think yeah. he would. And I think some of the other players would love to play in a Wembley Cup final. I, I don't think that it's got anything to do with the magic of the cup. I think it's got to do as to where we are with the team. So you we think it, are a shambles. You think it's part of a the, of the deeper malaise that we've got at the Completely. moment. Completely. This, yeah. this team it, is in a massive decline. I mean, for example, and I know off. I'm, I'm he's picking... Going, he's off. I'm, <laughs> picking he's off. On, I'm not picking on various players. I thought Ivanovic yesterday was appalling. He phoned in that performance. He basically... <laughs> <laughs> he basically... <laughs> he he said... I'm playing against Scunthorpe, so I'm going to do the absolute wow. minimum. That's hard he didn't even do the minimum. Fair, and I thought he was appalling. Right. I thought he was appalling. Listen, I'm going to appalling. put you out of everybody's misery. Because we are going to pick this up in part two. It's not okay. just about the magic of the cup. It's also about where we are at the moment. And I think one it, very quick point. As it's you, Dan, Thanks. yes. The other thing, because normally when you get the lower league teams, they get 6,000 and the whole of the shed owners take they away. They were shit, Scott. Yeah, that's what because normally we've, we've had like Macclesfield, we've had other teams, they yeah. sell out 6,000. The fact they only had 2,500 yeah. did have it. Yeah. You know, because normally they're behind the goal. It's a long way away and they've had tough every, times, you know, those Everywhere you go, making all yeah, the noise. Yeah, but there weren't, like there weren't any you real know, championship you know, songs. No, no, but, but you know, you were talking about you don't know where Scunthorpe is. I do. I do know where Scunthorpe is. I know two things about Scunthorpe that I bet you don't know. Not only that I know more because. You know more? I know more because I've been, I've been to Scunthorpe. All right. Okay. I can, I, here's my two Scunthorpe facts. Yes. All right. One is that Ian Botham played for Scunthorpe. Correct. And two, Kevin Keegan was discovered at Scunthorpe. Correct. Okay. So three, you knew the same two facts. Three, as England, I did. Ca- three England captains played for Scunthorpe. No way. Emlyn Hughes? No. Um, was the other one ah. Clements? Yeah. No uh, way. Ian Botham yeah. for England? Yeah. Ah. God so almighty. Like, yeah. Right, enough of that stat. We're definitely having a break after that. <laughs> okay, uh, after the break, we will be discussing whether um, uh, Dan and Clayton are more geeky than Chidge. Actually, we, we, know, we know that <laughs> yeah. for a fact. After the break, we're going to be discussing whether the FA Cup is magic or not and how important it is uh, for Chelsea, or, or is it important for Chelsea to win it this season? And are there signs, just to uh, keep uh, Clayton happy, are there signs that Goose has turned it round for Chelsea or not? He is shaking his head already. We will find out the other answers after the break. The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. 
Okay, welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge and you are listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast and I am joined tonight by the wonderful, quite grumpy actually, in fact definitely grumpy Clayton <laughs> Beerman. Yep, no, I'm very grumpy. He is, he is. There was somebody who tweeted in the other week saying that it's excruciatingly painful to listen to the Chelsea Fancast because it's like listening to a bunch of drunken old men laughing at their own jokes. When I showed Clayton that tweet in the pub early, he said, was that a show that I was on? <laughs> and, and was it? Yeah. <laughs> but that was quality. Uh, the person who wrote that, you know who you are. And if you're still listening, the joke is on you. Um, we have also got Dan. Hello. Dan is Dan is on great form tonight, aren't you, Dan? Well, not bad, yeah. You were on good form yesterday too in the pub. It was good to that see you. That was a good day, yeah. It was. It was good fun. And last, by no means least, we've got the legend that is Rory Jennings from the wonderful Chelsea Fans Channel. So I, I'd be good if I could actually say it in English. Chelsea Fans Channel YouTube. That's the one, perfect. There you go. Thank you. Actually, here's a question for you, Rory, before we get in. I mean, we're going to talk to you for a whole part about this, but it's a complicated name. It is. It is. Yeah? It's, it's a name that... I had absolutely nothing no, to do with the christening of it. Because they'd already kind of done it by then, I'd have thought. Yeah, like, I, like, I had that with Chelsea Fancast. I didn't choose the name. I, I you know, inherited it, so I feel your pain. Yes, very similar situation. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's not the dream, I concede. <laughs> but uh, you roll with the punches. Here we go, right. In a, in a, in a, in a hypothetical world, uh, Rory, because I, I, I've done this. I've played this game because I kind of thought that at one point I was going to fall out with Football Fancast so drastically that I would have to set up in another name and I actually still have owned the domain names so half of the ones that I thought but in, an, in a hypothetical world if you were going to call the Chelsea fans YouTube channel thingy see there we go I'm struggling again yeah, there you go. but if, you know if in a, in, a, in a hypothetical world what would be your choice what would you call it the dream would be Chelsea TV ah <laughs> yeah yeah but then you get, get confused with some shit offering that comes, that comes out every us, night yes, I know exactly. the real Chelsea TV exactly yeah, yeah that's I like yeah, that yeah. Yeah. I like that anyway it's an interesting point that like, I I feel your pain. Right, um, magic of the FA Cup. Uh, yes. Well, this is, you see, because this is the thing. I mean, I, you know, it'd be really, I mean, I, the lovely thing about Rory, I know Rory's a bit younger than us, but, I, I, you know, I follow Rory on Twitter and I watch a lot of this stuff. And, and Rory, bless his heart, really gets this. Rory's been excited for how long? Weeks, I would have thought, about the fact that yesterday was third round FA Cup day, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one magic, of the, it's, it's, I, it's I magic. couldn't agree more. It's, it's oh. one of the main markings in the football calendar. I love it. I love it. I get so excited about it. I used, to, used it. to be a kid on Monday lunchtime listening to Draw, yeah. one o'clock on a Monday, you know, taking my radio into hearing the Draw, hoping to get a good team, and then going out to Scunthorpe a third round. Yeah. <laughs> as, or as Bradford, I mean. Yeah. Now, here's remind me of this. Was, Bra- was Bradford fourth round last year, was it? Fourth third? round. It was fourth, fourth we, round, yeah. We actually, who did we have in the third round last was it year? Watford? It was Watford. It was Watford. Good knowledge. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But the bottom line is, I mean, I, you know, I, I said this in the intro, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, the FA Cup was huge. And we were talking about this. Yeah. No, we were talking yeah. about this in the pub before you turned up. Yeah. But, you know, and a, a lot of it is defined by the fact that Chelsea won the cup in 70. And then we got no, we were trying to think, weren't we, earlier on about how close we might have got in the 27 yeah. years to, to win it again. We got 82 quarterfinals when Hoddle and, and Hazard, Hazard. Yeah, yeah, completely done us well, over. One of the best half times yeah. of all time that really? was. Really? Yeah, Fillory scored just before half time yeah. and we were 1 0 up at half time and the yeah. place was better. I was there, it was and amazing. It went absolutely horribly rocking. And then Spurs, God bless them produced some of the most amazing football 
for about 20 minutes and went 3-1 up. Didn't Hoddle score an amazing golf outside the box? Well, there was, yeah, he yeah. did and Hazard and they, it was like Crooks and Archibald and that was all one-touch football and we just got buried. Yeah. Oh, got no, absolutely no, no. buried. And Alan May scored. Happy days. And Alan May scored, yes. <laughs> oh, what a shame we're not doing this live tonight because we actually do have a chap who, who listens in live on Mixler and his, his kind of avatar name is I Saw Alan May Score. Good for him. for the teenagers. Now, here's the real question, though. I love the FA Cup, and I think it's magic. You love the FA Cup, Clayton, and you think it's magic. The day out at Wembley. Stan loves... But I love the third round, let alone everything else. I love the whole thing about it. You love the whole thing about it. It's brilliant. Rory loves the whole thing. More than the Champions League. Why is it that real football supporters love the FA Cup? What is it about the FA Cup? It's the quintessential British... Tradition. It's British. You it's sound like British. Al Murray. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not foreign. It's not foreign. None of these yeah. mercenaries coming to over. It's just iconic. It's football. Before the Champions League money and all the stuff came in, the FA Cup had so much prestige. You won it. It was a you know it was, it was a major thing for a club to achieve. And now with the Champions League and the bollocky Europa League, it's become. You know, I'm, I'm going to go way off message here in a weirdly yeah. genius-like tangential way. Very okay. modest of you. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm everything but humility. Um, there was a there was a series in the kind of late seventies, early eighties called Ripping Yarns that was Fantastic. made by Michael Palin of Monty Python yeah. fame and uh, all sorts of other things. And he, you probably know him as the bloke who went around the world. Yes, yeah. yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> once upon a time, Rory, he was in Monty Python and he was really <laughs> funny. Anyway, he made this series called Ripping Yarns, and one of them was called Across the Andes by Frog. Okay, and it was basically he would make these kind of one-hour programs, dramas comedy about really kind of honing in on British Britain's imperialistic past it was like a history lesson in a one hour comedy drama thing and across the Andes by Frog was the tale of some chap who went to the Andes and tried to travel across these big mountains in South America by frog okay and there was one particular scene and it was set in the 20s it was set in the 20s and this guy in his kind of you know pith helmet and his car keys and his bag of frogs uh, turns up to this uh, village in the footholds, foothills even, of the Andes and uh, tries to talk to the locals, the natives, in their funny little kind of... You know those funny hats they wear in the llam... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Llamas, funny hats, you know what I'm talking about. And he couldn't really have a conversation with them because in 1927, in the foothills of the Andes, there were these little locals and they were all listening to a battered old wireless and they were listening to the FA Cup final where Cardiff City beat Arsenal 1-0. My point being, that's why the FA Cup's magic because it's, it's the it's the oldest cup in the world. It's, the it's only, British. It's it just it's and everywhere else. I'm like, going to weep here. I'm getting yeah, emotional British. talking I mean, about Spain, it. Italy, Germany. It's it's, it's they, in, they don't give they a don't shit give about a shit. their cup, do they? I love the FA Cup. I, I mean, know. My one of my f- first games very early, I was going to see Chelsea beat Liverpool two 0 yeah. And that was brilliant. Yeah. Do you know what one of the best things about the cup is that is that basically the competition starts the week after the FA Cup final. Yes, the, the, doesn't the, it? The, the, I yeah, mean, does, that's yeah. mental. It's just a brilliant, yeah. brilliant I love competition. It. You know, Allsford, where I grew up, the Magpies, who I I follow on. I mean, I love this. is mental, isn't yeah. it? But where I grew up, it's a little town uh, in Hampshire, outside of just outside of Winchester, and they've got a local yeah. football team. They're really good, actually. And I now follow them on Twitter, and they've got about you know three hundred followers on Twitter. Right. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, you know, I, I shit bigger than them basically. <laughs> but uh, I follow them anyway, and I, I'm always retweeting their results. Okay. But the weird thing is, that I, I I follow them, and I look at the team sheet, and half of them are like either the the children or the grandchildren of kids that I was at school right, with, yeah. you know. 
But the bottom line is they're in the FA Cup. Yes. Winchester are in the stories. FA Cup. I love it. It's a story. E- even Tottenham get to play in the FA I know. Cup. It's a story. It's like you you know, know, small clubs get a chance. A team of builders and plumbers and teachers can go and beat can go and beat Tottenham on their day. You know, mm. the knockouts. So, you know, well, so listen, here we, here we go. Why has it all gone pear-shaped then? Because it's I TV. get a real... Yeah, it's, it's TV, it's, isn't it's it? It's TV. It's the Champions it, League. It, it, well, it is that, but yeah. it is it, ultimately it's TV because when we were growing up and you actually said it in the script at the beginning... When we could we, have gone home after that, we, we could have really? done. Yes, I know. We could have gone back to the when pub we were maybe. kids, Rory. Mm-hmm. Excuse old men yeah. having you know time. Um, <laughs> Is this the bit the where we o- get to laugh at our own the jokes? The only football that was on TV, the yeah, live exactly. football, was the FA Cup final. The League Cup final, I think, was also on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And the home one of my in- earliest memories of watching ho- us lose to the Stoke. home internationals, That's why I hate Stoke. which played at the at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. England. England internationals used Northern to get on the line. box. But quite often Not on sports all night. of them, yeah. yeah. So the FA Cup was really special. And the FA Cup started at nine o'clock in the morning and they had, it's a knockout. Ed and Stewart, they, rest Ed, in peace. Yeah. And, yeah. and basically it was part of our childhood. And I think it was special for, yeah. for years because in some respects it was, it, it was more glamorous than actually winning the league. It because was. Because there was no yeah. live football on TV. So there was no was, live mm. league football. I'll tell you what, Dean Mears in this uh, month's CFC UK mm. has written a beautiful article about, and I think Dean's a, a, a quite a bit younger than you and I, but he... he surely pretty, not. I know, surely <laughs> not. There are people younger than you and me, Clayton. Oh, who would have thought? Who, who but, but Dean puts it really, really well. And he says that well, as, as a kid... to me. No, he puts it in a different way to you. Okay. It adds, a younger way. It adds a little bit to the wonderful eloquence that you've just exhibited. But Ute. he was saying that when you were a kid... And what, why I bring this up is that, as I said, he is a lot younger than us. But, you know, even his generation... Grow, I'd be interested to hear what you, Rory says, actually. But you grew up... You know, when you're playing football in the garden, dreaming of, of scoring the winning goal for Chelsea in the FA Cup, don't yes, you? Totally, yes. You did too, right? Absolutely. There we go. Absolutely. Proof of proof for needed. I used to love, like, the, 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 I think it might have been the white ball, the red stripe around it. Mm-hmm. I always wanted one of those ones. No, just... See, when I grew up, we had leather ones with the laces. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> without, without, without... If you headed them, you broke your yeah. neck. Okay. And, and you got Kenneth Wilson in... home commentating. Without, <laughs> yeah. without going to, it's a full grumpy mode. Is the, I think we're past that. Is, claim, is mate. that the, the only reason why we thought about scoring the winning goal in the FA Cup was because we the never thought, had won it. Because <laughs> no, the thought of scoring the winning goal in the European Cup was just like noddy. Well, I know that you'd, that you'd be taken away. Yeah, and put, was, to, yeah you know, okay, put, put into okay. care, mate. You on the head. But no, that um, it is. It, that, that's a lot to do with it, I think, and the fact that now the TV five o'clock final. The first game is on Friday night, and it's just... It goes to six o'clock on Sunday if you're in ITV Wales, you get to watch Swansea, Cardiff, whatever it is. Oh, actually, do you know what? I thought of a really good joke, which had I not been so pissed last night, I would have tweeted out. But having seen Swansea, because basically I only realised this when I watched Match of the Day, and by that time I was in such a stupor that I couldn't (laughs) even tweet... But uh, it occurred to me, because both Swansea and Cardiff got knocked out, so I was going to tweet, does that mean they go into the Welsh Cup now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, can, oh, can I ask you can, all a question? Anything you like, mate. I think this will demonstrate the point. If, if forced to choose, fourth spot or the FA Cup? FA you, Cup. Did, you did this on... Fourth spot or the FA Cup? FA Cup. Oh, yeah, FA Cup. Every time. So, so it's, a, it's a unanimous oh, FA totally. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are clearly representative of pretty much one demographic of Chelsea fans. Well, you tweeted this out I on, did the, on the fans channel, didn't I you? Did. How did that come out there? I did, a, I did a poll on the fan channel Twitter account and we received an awful lot of votes, like not far short of 5,000 votes. <laughs> and it was 70% in favour 
of dropping out of the FA Cup no, to finish no. way, What the, the part the part of my problem is with the Champions League is be completely marginalised because a fourth spot is not a champion. You're third runner up. That's why it's become a completely bullshit cup. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. I love winning it, and I do enjoy the game. Only but if you're Arsenal Wenger, do you think you get a trophy? Yeah, for coming it's forward? fourth spot. If they just had a Champions League for the champions, get it back to the roots. Mm. Oh man, yeah. Well, well, and I'll then, tell you. There we go, Rory. Next week, do a do a poll, which is should only the champions be in the Champions you League? Could make yeah. so much money because that's that. what we grew up. Yeah. You know, you, you you could only be in that competition if you won the league. It's exactly how it should be. If I think it should be like then that. Then you should start of course, we would never have won it had that been the case. But that's true. beside but the yeah. point. But the, this, this, sorry, sorry. Uh, this this is basically what is stopped a European league happening. That's why they did it. That that's right. why because otherwise oh, yeah, totally. all the big clubs would have said well we're off we're, yeah, we're right. going to play. Do you know what? I, he, but he, here's here's a question that I'm, I'm dying to ask Rory on the back of what he's just said because my my understanding my hunch about the you know the the Chelsea fans channel is that the demographic for it is quite quite a young one. It's you know yes, YouTube savvy blah, yes. blah 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 blah. Um, so do you, do you think it's got something to do with the fact that you know your demo you know the the channel's demographic is a lot younger than say this is. That's why they would go for fourth place rather than the FA Cup. Yes, I think I think I think that youth is an issue. I think the people, you know, a lot a lot of our viewership doesn't come from the UK, so the people who they don't, th- they don't feel they it. don't feel the yeah. way that we do about FA Cup. And people, well, do you pe- know what, Rory? Sorry to butt in, but I mean, I know for a fact, and because like, I've been in the states when this has happened, but you know, the big Premier League games get shown wall to wall. Some of the most of the Champions League games get shown wall to wall states, but if you find yourself in LA on a Saturday morning at seven o'clock on yeah. a FA Cup weekend, no chance. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, I got I lucked out. I saw I saw us play. Remember when we played Preston North End and Terry scored? Yes, yeah. Was yeah. that at their place or oh, up there? Yeah, yeah I, I, I was in yeah. a bar in LA three, watching three, that at seven o'clock yeah. in the yeah. morning. But my God, I was lucky to see it because that, there were there were three other games going on that day, and we were like shoved in a corner with yeah. one stupid small little telly. Was that under yeah. Gus as well? So the FA Cup doesn't get shown around the world was in the way that I. I think yes. so, yeah. Was that yeah? Was that under Gus as we well? Have a separate podcast here. What? Sorry, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying. Was I, I having no, a separate one of you? I'm not no sure. No recollection of that game. I remember. At all. Yeah, I remember. It, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. John Terry scored a Captain Legion legend goal because I think he'd been arrested. Uh, and he was he was about to be done for something very shortly before that, and he played in spite of the fact that he was under a lot of external pressure. Now I can't remember which which crime and misdemeanour he had no, committed I, I at think that you're time. Getting confused? I'm not. With no, Bur- the semi final. I am, away. aren't I? Yeah. yeah. And well, maybe it was Burnley then. We beat Burnley one 0 and that was off no, the back was, of yeah. Wayne Bridge. That was yeah. the first game back after the Wayne Bridge. Literally off the back of Wayne Bridge. Was it Peony or was it Burnley? Anyway, we shall never know because we should move on. And the other thing is just go back to FA Cup. A lot of the, the younger generation have been spoiled because it was it five FA Cups since ninety seven. Mm. So they they've seen the FA Cup, you know, ad infinitum. They've seen us win it five times. So maybe for them, the Champions League is yeah. But I, I, that makes me love it even more, Dan. I mean, you know, I you know, even you know, fifteen years ago. I mean, I was I was ecstatic that we won it in ninety seven. So was I. Anyway, look, we should move on. I mean, how important is it for Chelsea to win the FA Cup this year, Clayton? Is it, is it a biggie this year? No, no. Oof. Why not? Why not? Because the season's a write off. God, you are a grumpy old no, sod. No, the se- the season's a write-off and we should be rebuilding. It's a huge it's, year to win it. It's, it's massive, huge. Yeah. We win it this year. We go, we, we'll go. go level on FA Cups with Tottenham and we will go above Liverpool. And, of, of a, of and more importantly... I love this guy. He's got mm. knowledge, man. That's, that's absolutely how it should be. That's completely re-clarified it in my head. <laughs> completely gaining And also we'll be... We'll be Without doubt, because I think we're level with Villa at the moment, aren't we, in terms yes. of total trophies won? Yes, and Liverpool, I think. 
Yeah. And oh, no, no. Liverpool are away ahead no, of us. Uh, tro- tro- oh, total yeah. trophies. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Total trophies. FA Cup trophies. Completely contrary to what I've just said. So we'd be third, I think, in the all-time trophies It gets us into Europe, into the Europa League. Which then potentially leads us to the Champions League. I know completely contrary to what How? I said. Well, if we, we get to the um, into the Europa League, yeah. win the Europa League, we get Champions League yeah. spot. Yeah, but we, yeah, all right. Because what Very you're saying is we won't even finish fifth this year, Dan. <laughs> no, but you know the yeah. thing is, uh, can, I, can I just? Yeah. I, I mean, let me expand on my grumpiness. You're going to yeah. try and try and yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no. Well, we know why you're grumpy. Hello? Yeah. No, 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 no. You win the you win the FA Cup. Yeah. Okay. You paper over the cracks. We've won another trophy. Don't get me wrong. I want to win everything. Mm. I want to win every no, game that we play. Point, but we are pants at the moment. We are in a, an awful mess. And if we win the cup this year, then everybody will go, well, it's not quite as bad yeah. as that. It, validate, it the validates cup. the mismanagement that's been going on for the last 10 years. Well, it does. But I suppose... That's what you're saying. You know, arguing against myself, then it contradicts it. We can't be that badly mismanaged if we've gone and won another but trophy. This is, but, but the this fact is, yeah, but of the this matter is, the... is that we are in a mess. We need I to agree sort with you. things out. And I, I, I'm winning but the FA Cup would be great. Like but a I, nice I think... bonus. What? Is that just a nice bonus to end the season? Yeah. Well, of course it is. And it's a great day out. And it's absolutely fantastic. Of course I want to win. Hang on a minute. Here's the thing. I actually agree with you in one sense. Because I'm, I'm thoroughly... The, quest, the question was, is it important? And my answer is no. Okay. Which but is I different still, to I would still, I like to win it. I still, agree, yes. I still agree with you. Yeah. Because I think, you know... You're, you're right. The mismanagement at this club, I mean, I said it in the CFC UK, Monumental. palpable mismanagement. It's been going on for a long time. And then I almost had to stop myself while I was writing it and saying, whilst remarkably still winning trophies. Mm. And this is the trouble that I think that we all, you know, struggle with. I struggle with this, is that I know in my heart of hearts that the run, that the, the club is run like a, I don't know what. I mean, it's, well, it's mental. Not it's, it's mental. It's not, it's not right. right? But me... this, they've been winning more trophies than I you or I would have dreamt of I know, 15 years I know. ago. And, and perhaps this season is a season that it's all caught up. Because how can a club in our position and our status go into a league game in January of a season with not one fit striker? Yeah. We went into an FA Cup game. We had I'm one, not, I'm not, hang on, hang on. We had one fat striker. That's close. <laughs> but we are. I mean, how has the, the how have the club put themselves in that position? I think yeah. It's it's clearly been a disaster. But I think that it was it was one transfer window that was disastrous, wasn't it? it this all this was all born out of the ridiculous summer window mm-hmm. when we didn't we didn't buy in the right places, but. Is that in order to try and justify this financial situation that we're going to need to be in to rent Wembley and then to build a new stadium? Is I that... mean, I, I think FFP's going to be hitting the shit because... Well, Platini's gone, so yeah. that'll get and, thrown and plus out. Plus the fact that City's, way out anyway. City's got so much muscle, all they need to do is say, OK, let's we'll break away. They'll take Madrid, they'll take Barcelona, they'll take all the big leagues, and they'll go and break away and make their own league. I, I, think, Rory, need... I think Rory's got a point, but I've got to be honest and say I, I disagree because I think actually it's not just the last transfer window that, that screwed it up. I, I you know, I, I, I harp on about this all the time, but there's been a concerted strategy, I think I said it earlier on in the show, to make us Barcelona light. And we've been buying the wrong kind of players, the wrong kind of managers for the last four years. And I think it's coming home to roost now. Well, I think I think a lot of the, the players we bought... Because, hang on a minute, though, Dan. Because what we haven't done, what the Brains Trust, the so-called Brains Trust, that individual at Chelsea Football Club keep getting wrong, is that they don't 
actually understand that the game in this country has moved on. All of the teams now are playing with very athletic, very powerful, mm-hmm. pacey players, and they play on the counter-attack. Not five-foot-one-inch people yeah. who run slower than but me. The players mm. we signed, the Oscars, the Hazards, people like that, I'm, I'm convinced those players were bought because we thought we'd get For Guardiola, yeah. yeah I, I thought it was Barcelona light. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, for Hazard, yeah. you read Messi. For Oscar, you yeah. read Xavi. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't, yeah. you know, he... Yeah. JK! In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Ginge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. No one's going to touch us but because it's, it's such a toxic club. Though. And the hard-on that must have been generated in that boardroom by signing Fabregas because he was from Barcelona knows no bounds. When <laughs> anybody around this table has said, no way, he's Arsenal, Barca, he's scared of salary, don't sign him. <laughs> no, but the, yeah, the, the other months. thing is there's been no succession. No, we haven't. There's planned. been no planning whatsoever. When all that spine has disappeared one after the other over the last three seasons, where, yeah. where are the players exactly. coming? Where's from? the new John Terry? Where's exactly. the new Lampard? Where's exactly. the new Jogba? Well, they should be coming from the youth side, but the trouble is, is that that's a hit and miss, and b that'll take time. Because I mean, if you think about it, John Terry was the only one that came through, and he got a chance. Frank, Frank. Frank had made an impact in the Premier League, albeit at West Ham, mm. but he was clearly going to be a player. Yeah. Uh, Czech was the already arguably the best keeper in the world when we signed him. Drogba was arguably the best striker yeah. in Europe. Robin was established. And, and yeah. So you know. Yeah. So I think it. You know, the the reality is, is that we can't. You can't. You know, having said how much we bigged up the youth a minute ago, you can't expect us to be able to replace that spine with the youth okay. because actually that spine was already made up of really good established players yeah. I mean there's a question out there my view is it's, it's Chelsea whoever pulls on the shirt I want 100% now whether they're a £50 million transfer they come from the youth I don't really care I want to see Chelsea win I want to see 100% effort now how we get to that point to me is somewhat irrelevant call me mm. sort of 
you know, old romantic. But all I care about is. I always thought you were effort. a new romantic, Dan. Yeah. Bit of both. You know. Depends. You, just, you don't, don't wear the gear anymore. No, I can't. You know. It doesn't fit up too much. Right. No, you took <laughs> you took the skirt <laughs> off and the makeup and the, and the little kind of tartan wrap round. Well, I had to. You know, had to. Pretty sure. Yeah. You know. I just think. Yeah. Well, I you want... wanted them back, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want. They, her... don't, they don't fit me anymore, Clayton. You know. hundred percent effort from whoever pulls on a blue shirt. Now, if there's eleven youth academy players, and that's absolutely that is you know the cherry the icing on the cake. But it's all about the effort. And these players got, don't give a shit about the club. I know. That's I, I have to they be really don't I, give a f- I, to be honest. I, what's, what's pissing me off underneath is is that sense. Now, look, I don't know if I'm right or not, but you know, I just got a feeling that there's not enough players they playing play for the for shirt, fucking, playing for us. I play fucking Real Madrid. Has a, but that yeah. That's but bullshit. I mean, like the whole I've, I've said this before. Yeah. I'll say it again. I mean, I said it on the show half an hour ago. Hasn't turned up at Chelsea because we won the European. Yeah. Cup and, and that's what he expects to win. He, he's not here because he thinks it's a great idea to come and play for Chelsea and that he's got we've got great fans and la 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 la. He comes here because he gets paid two hundred grand a week and he expects to win the European yeah. Cup. You know he'll be off to. We're going to talk about this. In fact, now Fatty, you're a genius, Dan. I just I see because I've ignored the script what, for the last. What a segue. People, people out there who know me well know that I've ignored yeah, the script for last time. Hazard, Hazard is a great player, but he lacks mental strength. He will be... Let me get a question around the table. When, when will Hazard... Because I don't think it's a question of if, Rory. When will Hazard be off? Next Hazard Hazard will leave in the summer yeah. for Real Madrid and win a Ballon d'Or for them mm. within two years of that. How do you feel about that? Can I give a shit... I, I hey, think, hang on, I was asking yeah. Rory. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I'm very interested to hear more about that. Um, I think I'm pained by it, really. Yeah, I think I, I think he's a magnificent football player, and it's a shame that he's going to leave. But if he doesn't want to be here, I hope the door doesn't hit you on the way out, mate. You yeah, know, uh, to, yeah. Do you know what, Rory? Absolutely spot on. And I've always said that. I don't care who it is who plays for Chelsea, but if you either want to be here, if you don't want to be here, fuck off, off. Because yeah. you know we don't make that choice ourselves. No, we exactly. go. Yeah. We go, you know, in a way whether we like it or not. Exactly. You know, we've been to games where it's pissed down with yeah. rain. It's cost us a fortune. Yeah. We've been thumped. It's horrible. Yeah. So, you know, I want players that have got the same attitude, that, that they're rain or shine. The only mitigating factor I will put for Eden Hazard is, frankly, for the majority of his career at Chelsea, he's had to deal with managerial upheaval. He's had to deal with a lot of players that were really good being sold out from under his feet. And I think the most important point is that he's been kicked off the park consistently for three years because this is the Premier League and he gets no protection. Um, I think those are the reasons why I would forgive him for wanting to leave. Other than that, as you say, you know, don't, you know, shut the door on your way out, mate. But it is a shame. It's a shame to... He is one of the most masterful players I've ever seen. That, That grace that he has on the ball, the way that the change of pace... There isn't really a flaw to his game if he's on his it game. Doesn't have yeah. enough goals. Scoring. Doesn't yeah, enough goals. Goal, score, goal scoring, I suppose. My, my argument is, if he's gone, he's gone, that's it. He's He's been a good player, he's been fantastic to watch, but he's not in the same calibre of Drogba, Lampard. So once he's gone, he's gone. If he wins a Ballon d'Or, well, good luck to him. I don't give a shit. We he's, should get mega money for him as well. We should get they're 75 talk, million. They're talking huge sums, aren't they? 70, if we don't get 100 70, million. That's all I, ju- I just... I, what you said is 100% correct, and this is me being grumpy again. You, you being grumpy, <laughs> People no. have basically, he's gone. He's getting slagged off left, right, and centre. Now, the Leicester thing, when he got fouled at Leicester, he looked like he got a dead leg. Yeah, he was yeah. injured. And basically, the whole Mourinho touchline thing was unfortunate because it looked crap. But the simple fact of the matter was, I think, you know, by that time, his relationship with Jose had completely Yeah, but hang on a down. minute. Hang on a minute, you see. Because, you see, 
the press were very quick to interpret him going like that as he went down the tunnel as dissing Mourinho. But the other side of that coin is he could have been dissing the game, he could have been dissing the fact they've been kicked out of the game yet again. That might have had nothing to do with Mourinho. We don't know. We are not Jose and we are not Eden Hazard. And the simple fact of the matter is that I've been absolutely dismayed at social media with everybody slagging him off. He's gone, he's this, he's that. I agree. I watched the Palace game on TV. The minute he took that shot, he pulled up. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm sorry. I'm not, he's not as taking mu- it. As, mu- as much as he wants to sort of, it was wet and it was raining, this, that and the other. You're quite right. This guy has given his all. Up until he's this season, he has been brilliant. Three, he's yeah. had no protection. He's not he was the most either, fouled player yes. in the Premiership last year. Never complains when no, he gets kicked. No, and, and basically, you know, he, he has... I, I've got no qualms with him. I'd be absolutely gutted if he goes. Yeah, so you I. are so lucky as a Chelsea fan to be able to say he plays for us. I've been able to mm. watch him. Okay. He's a, he's a marvellously talented player. And you know what? He's 22. Yeah. You know, and everybody's rushed him out the door. Yeah. Now, if we don't qualify for the Champions League, that, that is my biggest fear, is that there will be an exodus of the best players. That is my biggest fear. I think he'll go, and I think Courtois will go. Um, I don't, actually, you know, I don't have a problem with that. Actually, I, I mean, apart from everything that I've just said to kind of stick up for them, you know, I'm kind of with Rory in a sense that if you if you don't want to be here, then I don't want you there. I think a lot you know? will depend on who our next manager is, where has but it I, goes. I, th- yeah. I think that, and I I wrote this in my article in CFC UK that we are being, you know, we're, we're being unrealistic to think that players. Of fans to think well, that of course you know, it's a professional not, job. You know, we we are turning into the NFL. The Premier League's turning into the NFL. Players will stay at a club for two, three years, and then they'll go on. Mm. And there, you know, there won't be any badge kissing and what have you. And that's a reality, and we have to accept that. We are born in a generation where we had players who who live around the corner. Here's a question, actually, all of you, uh, really, but uh, you just planted something in my head, which I think is quite interesting. Is that you know we we've quite often moaned a lot about the way that the club commoditizes the supporters you know we're, we're no longer supporters we're all customers mm-hmm. now aren't we but the same can be said of the players they are, they are now commodities as well they just have a little bit more power so they can uh, you know leverage moving somewhere else I, but I, they are but they are commodities too in the way that you just said yeah. they're paid a lot of money they're huge assets yeah. they're worth a lot of money yeah. people will buy and sell barter and trade um, you know you therefore cannot expect them to to have the kind of allegiance to a club that they did 20, 30 years ago. Although, having said that, Clayton, and I'm sure Rory would back me up, because I know Rory, I know, is, is, is very enamoured of the team of the 90s, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, as, as am I, actually. But And what intrigues me about that team particularly is that we got all of these, you know, and I remember at the time, everybody was, like, taking the piss out of shows. Oh, you know, they're getting all these old mercenaries to yeah, play yeah. From, from abroad. They aren't yeah. going to turn. Can they do it on, at Stoke? Yeah, yeah. Actually, invariably, they couldn't, but that's not the <laughs> point. But the bottom line is, you know, players like Di Matteo, um, Dan, Dan Petrescu yeah, particularly, yeah. they love Chelsea. Yeah, well, Dan Petrescu, Dan Petrescu's, Dan Petrescu's daughter is called Chelsea. Well, there you go. So it's weird, isn't it? You wouldn't expect real... that lot to have be, had that affinity with the club, but clearly they did, you know. It was, a, it was a lovely time. It was a great, great period, that sort of late... Much as I love all of this chat, finish that point. No, I was going to say, it was just a great era. That team was just fantastic. Mm, but do, do you think, do you think, and I raise this, do you think that we as a club, with our foreign players that we've had, we've been unbelievably lucky? Because I agree, I think a lot of our players got it. You think of somebody like Zola, 
Yeah. He got it. He yeah. he likes Chelsea. He loves Viali. Whenever you Viali. see Viali, Viali, Viali won a European Cup with Juventus, but yeah. Chelsea's his team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Viali's Chelsea. Yeah. You talk yeah. about all these guys, and I think if we if you worked it out, if there was some stato out there who could work out. I think we've our foreign players. We've had more. Success. Average, yeah, well, yeah, I agree. well, no more appearances from foreign players, yeah. like um, longevity check. at the so, club. Uh, yeah. than so pa- all potentially, a lot but of the you know other what? Premiership I, clubs. Just, just hearing hearing you say this, the one thing that, that that for me has changed actually, and I think maybe herein lies the crucial point, is that when we sign players like Viali and Dimatteo, Petrescu, and and so on, so on, so on, we hadn't really won much, if anything, and and we were. A curious team to come to and it was a bit of an adventure for those with an adventurous spirit I, I think a lot of the problems that we got now with the current set is that we you know we bought a lot of these players after we won the Champions League and they, they are on the they are on the merry-go-round you know the big player merry-go-round I'm me I'm brilliant as a player I've got a great agent I'm going to go to the club that I think is going to win the most in the next two years and if they don't I'll jog on to the one that will it's a very, very, very different kind of player, very different kind of but mentality than the ones that we had in the 90s. Brilliant point. Also, we're a, we're a different are, club. There aren't that many teams above Chelsea you go to. You've got Madrid, Well, that's Barca, what I'm saying. Yeah. But that is in its... Okay, Chelsea, Barca. Man United, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich. That's that's the um, merry-go-round they, I'm talking maybe about. Maybe City at the equation as well and, now. And, and, but, and PSG. But we are London. Yeah. yeah. We are London. London's a massive. We're the thing. only team, team in London. We're the European, European Cup. But we are in London. We are. We are. We Arsene Wenger doesn't want to buy anybody, so nobody goes and there. And And there's nobody else in London to go to. But we're so not that, going to be in the Champions League. Well, that's exactly right. So that's. And we're already paying them. Uh, the, I mean, I, I was reading. Good old Jake Cohen was saying yeah. this, so we, that we got yeah. the highest wage bill in the Premier League at the moment. Right. So paying these buggers enough money. Clearly, but here's the th- oh god, we're running so over. Um, it's all your fault, Rory, because we're talking about too much. <laughs> Normally, we talk about nonsense because you're here, we're talking about intelligent stuff. But, um, the, the interesting thing is, is that you know, everybody's very quick to uh judge a lot of the modern players because they're, they're paid so highly, oh, they're only there for the dollar. But you go and talk to any ex footballer, I don't care what generation it is. The real top players, the only thing they care about is winning medals. Hmm? They don't care about the money they get unless they're Winston Bogard. You know, <laughs> proper players, top players, it's all about how many trophies and medals of they win. Of course it is. Because you know, the, the, the very relevant. point you, you made about Hazard was he came to us yeah. because he thought he'd win the European he's Cup won three, He's won three titles. He wanted to win. So he technically win we've, we've, let, we've let him down. In yeah, wait, no, he's won three, this ball, he's won three titles. He's won the Europa League, the FA, um, the League Cup and the... Uh, Premiership, so he's won three titles in. But do you know what though, Dan? He hasn't won the one that matters yet. The FA Cup. Yeah, it's very true. He could win it this year, and then he can bugger off. All right, we got to we got to go to a break because we are so bad. We're running so over tonight, and and I'll have to do more work tomorrow editing it. Uh, But after the break, uh, we're actually going to be talking to Rory all about the Chelsea fans channel, and of course how much he loves Chelsea. So uh, we will be back in a sec. Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. Welcome back. I'm Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. And I've got these lovely people around the table with me, and they are 
Clayton Beerman, who has been very grumpy tonight. I have been very grumpy. I do apologise. Oh, actually, no. He's been grumpy, more... constructive and grumpy. He's been more yeah. grumpy than usual. I know. I know. It's and sad, we have Dan, it? who has been Dan. I mean, yeah. Dan's never grumpy. He just goes for it. And last but my name is least, we've got the lovely Rory Jennings from the Chelsea Fans Youth Tube. Oh, God. What, this is a... <laughs> what, what, did you, what did you want to call it earlier on? Chelsea TV. I'm going to call it Chelsea TV. <laughs> you know, bollocks of that lot up at Stamford Bridge. And all of that. But uh, no, we've got the lovely Rory on. And I've been dying to get Rory on for a long, long time. Uh, not least because I love what they do. And I shall go into this in a minute when we talk to him properly. But also because and I, I've not had the chance to thank him personally for this. But he was really helpful in getting the vote out when we won uh, the, did, the did best. You, you won, you won yeah, thank You know, I haven't mentioned it for all? a whole month, <laughs> have I? You, you know, not mentioned it today. You know what? I should really change the avatar on the Chelsea fancast Twitter thing. I've still got the, the winning thing on that. I should change it really. <laughs> but no, but Rory was really helpful in helping us get the vote out uh, because uh, like Heineken, he reaches parts of the Chelsea fan base that the Chelsea fancast cannot reach. <laughs> Uh, basically young people who don't like listening to grumpy old men getting drunk and laughing at their own jokes. Isn't that right, Clayton? <laughs> I'm not laughing at your jokes. Okay, so right. Um, the first question really, Rory, is you know, how did it all start and how did you get involved? Uh, this, I've, been, I've been on it now for a, a year, just over a year. And it started, it started a little bit before my time. I was involved in uh, the guys who were doing it. Uh, sought my advice as to whether they thought whether I thought it was viable. I did, and then about six months later, they weren't really doing very much with it, and asked me to get get involved, and it's, it's been great because it's kind of part of a, a much bigger thing, really, isn't it? Because I yes. mean, there are quite. I mean, you know, <clears throat> it's not like uh, the Arsenal fan TV and all of those Herberts. It's quite different from that. I mean, full-time devils, and there's a lot of other similar ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So full-time devils, we're we're part of a company called Shotglass Media, right. and full-time devils, the Manchester United one, are also part of that. Because Neil, Neil, Sm- Neil uh, Smythe, Smythe, who's who, who I mean, I, you know, who I know. I mean, he's the, he was the colonel on Soccer AM. That's right. Yes. Or as I as I as I said to Neil when I met him, you were the brains behind uh, Soccer AM. Very true. Very yes. true. Yeah. So I know he was heavily involved. Um, but I mean, you know, so I, I, I thought you were involved in it right at the start. I didn't no, I, I was involved in in the conception, but then I wasn't involved for about a year when nothing much happened on the channel. Mm. It was kind of an idea that didn't materialise. Mm. But then I went, then I was sort of back involved mm. a year ago. So, I mean, how did you, I mean, were you, you involved in TV and stuff before that? Yes, I was working in, I was working in TV practically all my life. Right. And this is just sort of an offshoot of that. Yeah. See, basically, Rory, I should warn you, you know, because I've worked in TV all my life, and actually, I'm really the same age as you. Right. But because I've worked in TV, this is what happens. So I urge you to do something else. <laughs> You'll end up looking like me otherwise. <laughs> but no, so you, cl- I mean, that's, I mean, the reason I ask you that is because you clearly know what you're doing. I mean, it's really, I mean, what I would say about the Chelsea Fans Channel, and which is what, what I like about it uh, more than all the other Herberts who are out there doing it. And and I and I, I can't help it. I do cast a professional eye on it, and I think it's really well produced. The production value on it is superb. That's you very know. kind. Thank you. Because I mean, I know you can't be throwing a huge amount of money at that. I mean, it's, no. TV just doesn't work like that anymore. Very very true. So yeah, <laughs> right. You know. So and and it is. It's really really well put together. So hats off to all of you that are involved in doing that. Oh, thank um, you. You clearly love doing it though, mate. And I think that's what what it's about, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Much like this. I love doing this. I love talking about football. Mm. It's practically what I do at every possible junction of my life. Whenever 
I'm not being forced to do something else. I'm probably having a chat about football. Mm. So it's uh, it's an ideal way to spend my day. It's a funny old thing, isn't it? I mean, I, I ended up doing this because I was making a lot of uh, football programmes at the time, you know, as a producer and director mm. and, and, you know, getting paid loads of money for doing it, which was great. But it used to really piss me off and wind me up because I was always working for commissioning editors who knew less about football than me and who cared less about football than me and who were happy to make crap anodyne programmes like Match of the Day, which as a real football fan you kind of hate because yeah. they talk crap. So I, I kind of went on a one-man mission to try and make football programmes that proper supporters would like and would, would have running battles with you know the production companies and so on and so forth. And when this opportunity came up to do this, this was basically my way of doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And that's really how it started. I, I agree with exactly exactly what you said there. I think that these kind of things, I think if you're a purist, if you're a, a, a football fan and you're a purist, a YouTube channel goes against the grain for you. Yeah, but, actually. Yeah, and, and you point. know, I, it's a conversation I've had with the majority of my friends from football would be yeah. anti a YouTube channel, yeah. anti in the principle of a YouTube channel. The reason that I've put forward is it's going to happen. Mm. It's, it's going to happen, but it may as well be someone, I've, regardless of whether you like me or dislike me, everybody who knows me would have to concede that I've always gone to football. And therefore, if it's going to be one, if there is going to be one, it's sh- at least it's someone who goes and gets yeah. it rather than someone Absolutely. who has just turned up who I'd never seen before. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I exactly, mate. I totally get that. And what I find interesting is 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 the split between uh, the people who would just give out stick willy nilly. Oh, he's just one of those other YouTube mm. wankers, blah, blah 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 blah. And then you get a lot of people coming back, and I'm actually delighted to say a lot of them are the older mob mm. on Twitter saying, "Ah ha ha, hang on, Rory's been going since he was ten years old. Yeah, Rory is a proper Chelsea supporter. He's been there, bought the T-shirt, and the rest of it. And and I think that's really nice to see you get a, li- a lot of that. Yeah, support it's, as well. it's always it's always touching, and and I don't think that anybody who puts themselves out there, and I suppose we're all included in this. As soon as you you make yourself available, you could get some grief. That's part and parcel of of this. You know, I think everybody who's involved with the Chelsea fans channel to 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 a man or lady goes to Chelsea. Yeah, is is known at Chelsea. I mean, from exactly. from our from our twelve year old kid who gives his analysis. He's, he's got a season ticket in the East End right. through to Charlie Skillen who goes everywhere and works for the Mail. Yeah. Everybody so goes We don't, we don't speak about Charlie anymore. Is, is he, is he no. the outcast? Charlie used to be on here, but we're not good enough for him yeah. anymore. Oh, boo, actually, no. boo You know what? On that point, because actually I'll, I'll forget otherwise and you've kind of reminded me, but we must say a massive happy birthday to Charlie the Hurricane Skillen. Happy birthday, happy Hurricane. Birthday, Hurricane. Yes. Yeah. Even, though, <laughs> even though he was very rude to me on Saturday, he dug me out because he saw me... No respect for his elders. Front, I know. He saw me in the front row of the Shed Upper and he... And, Drinking a bovril. That's right. He's not, <laughs> nice flat cap. Where's your bovril? Yeah. But no, happy birthday, Charlie. And he's welcome back anytime yeah. and he knows that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's actually really, I mean, it's, it, it, it'd be interesting to hear, you know, the other, the, you know, the other kind of perspective from that because, you know, actually, quite rightly, in my opinion, a lot, a lot of these fan channels, it's, it's very difficult for me, Rory, having spent 20, 30 years making I mean, the, the occasional good mm. TV program amongst a pile yeah. of shit, it has to be said. But, you know, having done it professionally for a long, long time, I find it really difficult to watch some of this stuff that goes out where it's just it's clearly people who have no idea what they're doing, effectively just jumping on the bandwagon. And, 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 it, and it makes me realize exactly why I got out of TV when I watched that. So it does give a lot of them a bad name. I'd be interested to hear what your perspective is on that. I from from the Chelsea fans channel that we run. Mm. I we try and put out the best content that we mm. can put out. Um, I don't really 
you know, I, th- I think that it's nice that there are forums now for fans from all over the world mm. to go to. There are, you know, if you're a fan who's not from these shores, it's very difficult for you to get enough football content. It's, it's not always easy. Mm. You know, f- for example, Chelsea TV, the, the, the proper one, it doesn't reach certain territories. Like you couldn't get that in the Middle East. Yeah. So if you are a Chelsea fan from the Middle East, YouTube is going to be your primary source of information. Yeah. And I'm pleased that we can be there f- to, mm. to do that. And you know, if, if other people want to do that as well, that's also great. But, but you're right. YouTube is, is, is a universal platform in a way that I don't think podcasts are anymore. I th- podcasts was like a transitory thing, I think. Yeah, I think it's the next step on the journey. I think that YouTube is now, I think, a lot of people's primary source for their football content. Mm. People, I, I wouldn't be part of this, and it's, I was fascinated to learn. But, you know, when, when I was a kid, I'd get home, I'd rush in and I'd put the telly on, and depending on what, you know, I'd whack on, say, by the bell. Now kids, they rush in, they put their iPad on, and they're on to, yeah. to a YouTube channel, yeah. and they're checking out, they're finding their football information through these YouTubers who are famous in a, in a very yeah, weird I mean, way. Yeah, I must say, my, my friend of mine, she's a, a completely different town. She's a beauty blogger and she is earning a fortune. You have to be very, YouTube. very careful how YouTube, you say that. Yeah, a YouTube, yeah. She has a YouTube channel, yeah. right? Yeah, she makes an absolute fortune really? just from product placement and products. And she, she's, I mean, she's bought a flat. She's oh, doing the, phenomenally wow. well. The, the most successful... Well, have, you, have you seen Rory's Ferrari? It's next to mine. The most successful football YouTubers are... I, th- I think they're very good at their job. I, I, I watch them. I subscribe to their channels. I think they're excellent. But they are superstars. They are mm. superstars in a way wow. that you wouldn't understand as, as somebody who's... Mm. Like, my mum would never, ever understand that you can be so famous and yet not on the telly what about your nan though she loves it she's a legend she, 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 she's a subscriber she's a legend yeah she she's the it. i saw i saw the video with you when she was you, so you got a right coating off by a lot I of people i got a lot i got a lot and of she grief, gave yeah. it back yes she, I, you, she is a legend mate. super yeah. grand yeah super she grand. is a legend Absolutely. fantastic yeah. I'll play this for her she'll love this oh no <laughs> i tell you my, I, that's one of the funniest things i've seen for ages but <laughs> she is brilliant um what I, if I was going to sum up why I, why I love what you do so much? This sounds so sycophantic and blowing smoke up his ass, but um, I mean it actually because I know how difficult it is. And one thing I love about what you lot do is that I, I know how easy and simple it would be to just create content which is just for clickbait. And frankly, I shall name names. That's what Arsenal TV do with Ty and Claude and that pillock of a pillock Mo. But you do not do that. <laughs> You do not do that. You you seem to. I, I get the sense, Rory, that you fight a really good fight, and stand up for editorial control and editorial sense rather than go the easy route for clickbait. Yeah, absolutely. If if I were to tell you the amount of times where we have had somebody interviewed out after a game, and um, it's 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 capitalising on people's passion, mm. and and it's it's in my opinion, which is irrelevant. You know, it's just my opinion. But I think that it's bang out of order. Mm. And I think that there are fan channels. There's a Chelsea fan channel who like to exploit the the rants. you know, And that's fair enough. But we get those, and I would never put that out. Mm. I think rational football debate is something that should be encouraged and something that I love doing and partaking in. Giving people rope to hang themselves is, well, frankly... It's like being in a zoo. Yeah, it's it's something that I... Mm. I can make a promise to any Chelsea fan mm. listening to this that there will never be a rant or anything that could have a detrimental effect to somebody's person 
on the channel that I run. That would never happen. Yeah, that's pretty good. But I think also you, you, you do, I mean, you know, obviously I do this and I know a lot of the other people who do mm. podcasts, you know, not just in, in the UK, but around the world. And of course the fanzine and, you know, there's actually quite a lot of consensus amongst most of them. I mean, if you like, I mean, it's almost like there's a party line. I mean, it's a bit too strong to put it like that, but there is a, a general amount of consensus. And I, and I, as I said, I, I, you know, you you seem to fit into that. Which actually, when you look at uh, the channel from the outside, and you know, you're all a lot younger than a lot of us doing it. I, 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 I really love the fact that you do that. That you do, you know, seem to conform to a more I don't know, reasoned view of Chelsea and, and, and supporters and all the rest of it, rather than go down this unbelievably stupid... I mean, Arsenal TV, fan TV, for me, are the, the benchmark mm. of lunacy. When it and comes and to it's the ones channels. like the, the, that Arsenal fan TV crew mm. own other yeah, channels. So yeah. they own the, a Chelsea yeah, channel. Yeah. And that is their... It's wrong, It seems to be their model. Their model seems to be the shouty, <laughs> ranty, which works for them. I'm not knocking it. If that's the way that you want to model yourself it's just not the way that we do it and i worry that people associate our channel with that sort of product i know but that's the trouble that you're always going to get i mean mean, we're lucky because we can i mean you know when you do a podcast it's a little bit less obvious you have to be a bit more active as a as a listener or a user to find what we do i think i think when you're on youtube it's just you know you're out there yes you know, and I, I and I think that takes a lot of courage to do that. Um, where where do you go from here, Rory? Because you, I mean, it's done really well, hasn't it? I it's, mean, let's make no bones about this. It's done really, really well. Oh, you're very kind, Chidge. It's it's been it's been a really good. We've been going. I've been part of it now for 14 months, mm. and it's been fantastic. We hit 50,000 subscribers, which you know, I, I kind of look at it. It's more than Stamford Bridge. It's yeah, it's that's kind a of really quite good a nice, way of looking at it. It's quite a nice, actually. yeah. So yeah. it's um. But then again, we've got 90 million supporters according to Chelsea. Yeah, we got away to exactly. So, but yeah, I think I think more more of the same. You know, there's there's talk about kind of going into that in different directions and different strands, and and there's there's always something to do. You know, we've got. I'm, I'm having a chat at the moment. I feel in a in a blessed position because I can. I've got the backing to do things that mm. I wouldn't be able to do under normal circumstances. Here's, here's a good example of something that the Chelsea Fans Channel will be able to do. When we play Norwich, it will be 10 years, uh, the 10-year anniversary of Peter Osgood's uh, mm. death. Mm. I'm not quite sure what. I'm not quite sure what will happen, but we will do something. We yeah, will commemorate right. that. Mm. And I feel so privileged that I can do that. I can make something happen. I can now give something back to the club that I adore. Mm. And, you know, I can talk to relevant people, you know, there are members of the Chelsea community who will help with that. And it's it's something that's... I'm, I'm blessed that I can do mm. that. And, it's great, isn't it? But it doesn't seem to be what... You know, if other fan channels or whatever were all doing things like that, but it doesn't seem to be that. You know, I seem to, it seems to be the Chelsea fans channel who are involved with, you know, the bigger ideas and... and the things that commemorate the club and matter to the fans, you know, ticket prices, that sort of thing, rather than just a bloke shouting into the mic after a game. Well, uh, you, you see, there we go, bingo. And this is what I mean. You know, uh, it sounds really patronising, and I don't, I don't mean it like that. But you know, you are a lot younger than a lot of the people are doing this kind of media. But it's really lovely to see that you get it in the way that a lot of them, a lot of them do. And one of the things that I've realised is that when you get into this, number one, you know, generally most of the people that do podcasts for Chelsea get on I mean I've I've always you know made a point of never having any animosity t- towards any I mean I said to somebody the other week I said in, in, my, in, in the ideal Chidge world 
every football podcast would be a Chelsea podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd much rather have hundreds of Chelsea podcasts than yeah, one Tottenham one. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, we're all in it together. But I think, you know, one of the things that I've always loved, absolutely, and, and, I, and I wind him up to distraction, it has to be said, but I, and he knows it, but I love him like a brother. But DJ, you know, yes. he, he must not be named. Yes. And the thing I love about him, and I remember in the old days when, he, when, they, when they had that rickety old website, and there was a page on there about how to be a Chelsea fundamentalist. Totally. You remember that? And yeah, then he yeah. listed all the things that you had to like be or agree. But the bottom <laughs> line is, is that he, he got into my noodle very early on that if you do something like this and it, and it gets a bit of popularity and you start to have a bit of influence, you need to use it for good Yes. and, and for campaigning things. And that's really why we got so heavily involved with the trust, for example. Yes. But, you know, when you, when you have a voice, you need to use it for some good. And, and it was lovely to see your piece uh, this week on the ticket prices, actually. Oh, cheers, yeah. Yeah, and I know you did some stuff with the 20th Plenty campaign back, back yeah, at the Meridian yeah. Hotel. Yeah? yeah, that's right, yeah. And that's really, I, I, I love you for that, and it's really important, because when you've got a voice, you need to use it, mate. Yeah, I, com- I completely agree. And, you know, the vid- a video like that, it's done f- solely for the better. You know, it's never going to go viral. It's never going to no. get hundreds of thousands of views. But hopefully it can make a point that may have an effect, a cumulative effect yeah. later. No, it's no. really important. That, I mean, it's, there's so many things. I mean, you know, again, this is why I've always loved CFC UK, and I think it's, you know, it's been the real flag bearer for, for that. Mm. You know, Clayton writes for it, I write for it, a lot of the people that you know, mm. that we all know, write for it. And there, is, there has always been that kind of, you know, current to it, that it's, it's, it's you know, putting out there what's important, and things like ticket prices. I mean, you know, I've banged the drum for years on this show about, um, I think this is why that video that you made last week resonated with me so much, because I've been saying for years that one of the biggest problems in football is the complete disenfranchisement of an entire generation of football fan. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Not People... just at Chelsea, but universally. You yeah, know. absolutely. And and it was done with the Arsenal game in mind, because that's a game that's coming up. But Chelsea are guilty of this. And oh, I yeah. wasn't, I was making the point because we're playing Arsenal, and that's the most... That's yeah, the most the expensive one, ticket yeah. in the league. But <coughs> I campaign for lower away tickets at Stamford Bridge. Mm. It's you know, I like a good atmosphere in a stadium. I'm sure we'd all agree sitting here that the the louder the away fans are, the better the entire stadium's atmosphere will be. Mm. I mean, I'll be honest with you, and I I, I, I don't think that that's the sole answer to charge um, supporters. I mean, this is a personal view. I have to be careful what I say here because of the trust and stuff, but. You know, I, I don't think that the 20 is plenty and reducing the, the ticket prices just for away fans is the answer. Frankly, I think it should all be 20 quid. I think, you know, I think, I think that there's I think something we should, in there. We should all be paying Do, do you know what, though? I think you, you focus on the away fans, because if I've, yeah, got, yeah. This right, if I've yeah. got this right, if the away fan ticket price drops to, say, let's use 20 quid as an, as an example, if the away fans in the shed corner drop to 20 quid, their equivalent seat would have to be 20 quid. That's the argument they had for Schalke, isn't it? When we, we go away there and, it, yes. and it, it actually doesn't tally up there. It should be. But, I mean, you know, will the club do it? I mean, I, I think that ultimately the, the aim... I, I tell you what, I don't know if, how much you know about this, but there's, it's, it's worth reading up on this. But one of the reasons, one of the reasons why the Bundesliga and, and German football is to be loved and admired is because in the German uh, constitution, this is like law in mm. Germany that 10% of tickets at Bundesliga grounds have to be within the affordable price range of the average working class bloke. 
was fantastic. Isn't, isn't that amazing? A, isn't there something about ownership as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah they have fans ownership. on the board. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they are they are hundreds of years away from yeah. from where it, we are in the uh, game a in terms of supporters. Yeah, yeah. It's a terrifying stat was the average season ticket price in the UK is five hundred and eight pounds. The mm. equivalent seat in Germany is 103 yeah, yeah, so yeah. As, as you'd have a season ticket at Bayern Munich or Dortmund for 103 quid subsidised heavily by the corporates that they have at Bayern Munich it has to be said right. but I mean you know and I think this is an argument that's going to be quite interesting you know as and when we move and when we come back because there's going to be a double increase I think in terms of corporate hospitality seats at Chelsea well that's fine but I mean I, I, would, I would settle for that that would be my quid pro quo have more corporates fine but then reduce the price for the average fan. It's yeah. not going to happen. No. But that's what should happen. I know, but it's not yeah. going to happen. You know it's not Anyway, we, we could sit here campaigning to yes, the cows yes. come home, but if we do that, we won't get to ask Rory the really important <laughs> stuff, okay. which is, of course, about his love of Chelsea and yep. why he loves Chelsea. So I think we should ask him about it. Yes, Chloe? we should. So uh, what was your first match, Rory? My first match was a game against Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea won one. Don't nil. tell me it was the four-two in '97. No, no, I did you. go to that. That's part of I think our love for the. That's yeah. part of the reason we all love the yeah, FA Cup. I think so much. you're right. Um, no, it was a game against Liverpool and Chelsea won one nil. Neil Shipperley scored a goal, and I'm yes. not sure if it crossed the line. Yes, Bruce Gobble was in goal. Bruce Gobble yeah. was in goal. Yeah, it's yeah, eighty-three. Eighty-three. Yeah, I remember that goal. Yeah. So that yeah, that was that was my first game. I was in the I was in the West Stand nice. above the benches. Nice, I remember it very well. Yeah, lovely stuff. And what's yeah. your what's your best match that you've been to? Apart from, very, apart from Munich. It's very difficult to see beyond Munich, isn't it? I know. So you have to say apart from Munich, because that's like so obvious now, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, I, I suppose I'd have to go Amsterdam. If, uh, <laughs> if, if you can remember Amsterdam, the, you weren't there. You didn't do it well, yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah, I think... I was uh, gutted I couldn't make that. Um, I mean, actually, it's quite a weird point. I mean, I, I had no money. I couldn't go, blah, 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 blah. So I, in the end, I, I, I went to the uh, what was still called the Southern Cross pub. Yes, yeah. And I met uh, me and Walter Otten oh, yeah. were the first people in the pub and we got the table, the best table, and we just sat there and then everybody came to us. Right. And in the end, I just I was with about 15, 20 mates getting I uh, just loving it. I got so I got oh, there's a wonderful photograph of me and Walter and lovely Lauren. Remember Lauren who used to be on the show Before back in the day? Absolutely covered head to foot in beer. Wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, but no, I think Amsterdam's a pretty good one. I mean, it must yeah. have been great to have been there live to yeah. see Brenner get that winner. Yeah, it was. Fantastic. It was. It was truly. Tr- it was truly wonderful. And it was. It was. It felt a little bit. It was similar to this season. You know, when we were talking earlier about winning the FA Cup and what it would mean this year. That year was a very poisonous year at Chelsea as God, well. Was it? Because I remember I went to Japan that year, and we didn't take many fans there at all. Mm. We played Corinthians, but. We, the the Chelsea fans there, there were. I mean, many B- Benitez deliberately blew the final. Remember? Yeah, the pre- pretty much. But yeah. it was poison in the stadium. Like the Chelsea fans there, it was only a small contingent, but it was poison to Benitez. It was a little bit like that Brentford incident. That's one of my favourite Chelsea yeah, know, moments. It was a very <laughs> proud moment. I know. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. It was a very, very You know proud that moment. YouTube clip? Yeah, which beautiful. I can hear myself on that. Can you? Are oh, you yeah. the one who... Sh- oh, yeah. Yeah, is that you? That's- that was an extraordinary thing. That yeah. was- I was trying to explain to people yeah. at the time. It doesn't matter if the bloke wins three European yeah. Cups in a row. He's not a Chelsea man. He never exactly. will be. Yeah. All right. We shall move on. Uh, what's your worst... We've got- Amsterdam's the best match. Apart from Munich, oh, and, is, and, and I'd have, do you know what? Just just speaking about it there briefly, I'm going to throw the, the, that Japan trip. As, yeah, as, as awful as mental. It was, yeah, that Japan trip. Yeah. In fact, that would probably be 
that would probably be my best trip. Yeah, Darren was out there for that. Dazza, who, who used to be on here a lot, but he went out there. For Did that. he? Go, yes. Yeah, he said it was mental. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. It was one of the one of the best experiences I've ever had in a football stadium. Cool. Really good. Right. Worst match. Undoubtedly, Anfield. Champions League penalties, yeah. Oh, the ghost goal. Lo- no, no, the penalties. No, the penalties, penalties yeah. One, yeah. Lose, losing on penalties, uh, I think if the game finished 1-0, it, yeah, it was, it was mm. one of the worst experiences of my life, not only my football sporting Yeah, career. but yeah, and I, I feel your pain with that one. Favourite goal, Rory? Undoubtedly, Branislav Ivanovic versus Napoli. Oh, yeah. superb good shout. Good shout. Good I like that. What a yeah. great choice. Undoubtedly. Yeah. I think... Cracker I, though, wouldn't it? I think, you know, we often... I'm, I'm a... Big, I, I do this far too often as well. Complain about the sanitised atmosphere at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, that day it felt like it, it felt like we were playing Real Zaragoza or Bruges. It was again. huge. It was phenomenal. Huge. Yeah, yeah. really it was loud. Really loud. As we went into extra time. It was, it was. Was that the game where they said, "Don't worry, be happy"? D- no, no, no. That before the before extra. Three little time birds, Bob Marley. Don't worry about that thing. In between yeah. full Three time and birds. extra yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, that that's got a lot of airings game. this year as well. I'm a big fan of a bit of Bob Marley. At, yeah. Uh, football. Yeah. It's quality. Really but I I agree with you. I in in recent memory, by which I mean probably in the last ten years, that is by far and away the best atmosphere I've seen in in Stamford Bridge. Yeah, it really it was, was great. just insane because we were out weren't we we were as, as good as, as good as actually we were Cole, out before the game started we were out we? before the game started we had no manager uh, well we had a different manager and th- there was a moment and I, th- I feel like it's a forgotten moment but a hero of that run and that game away in Napoli we were about to go 4-1 down know, Ashley, Cole. Ashley Cole Ashley Cole off the yeah. line and then, off the line yeah. like, and the Barcelona semi-final at home in the first 10 minutes off the line for Sanchez the line. He's the, he, Ashley Cole was the best clearer off a liner wasn't he brilliant? Uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah. the other the other thing that was memorable in that away game was um, AVB speaking to Ashley Cole before he came on because Ashley Cole came, came on, on yes, yeah. because yeah. somebody was injured because yeah. that was a game That's that he right. dropped That's AVB right. he dropped Lampard Essien Lampard yeah. Cole yeah. anybody anybody bench, decent anybody yeah. decent. Yeah. And he was giving uh, Ashley Cole instructions, and Ashley Cole just wasn't even looking at him. Oh, really? Yeah. Just wasn't just even. He's fantastic. Just, he's just ignoring Quite him. Quite right. Cole so much. Love Ashley Cole so much. Love, so much. Yeah. love him. I love him so much. His post right, yeah. Munich interview on the pitch. Was yeah. Just yeah. That's, yeah, that's Brilliant. smart. Look on his face. So Brilliant. smart. Brilliant. Yeah. The, love the, it so much. Yeah. The, great, the greatest thing about Ashley Cole winning the European Cup is the picture which we can tweet to Arsenal. When he's fans, kissing whenever, it. Like, whenever when they he's get the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you just throw that out with them. It's no, Brilliant. I love Ashley Cole. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, Favourite player? Ashley Cole. No, no, he's one. Come on. Favourite player, but it's a slightly more nostalgic, romantic one, would be Dan Petrescu. Yeah, you do like a bit of Dan, don't you? Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I don't blame you. He's such a gifted player. He was. Such a a great eye for a goal. Ice cold. So calm in front of goal. Ice cold. There was that one against Arsenal. When he's it's, it's, the ball's sort of bobbling and he kind of like cuts it round that, one, cuts it yeah, round two, sem- and then semi final. Semi final. Do you know yeah. what? That yeah. was on. That was on. The, but BT Sport, who I loathe and detest, but actually one of the great things that they've done is they've had this kind of series of classic football matches recently. And one of the Chelsea ones they choose is that semi-final. It's, really? it's Luca's first match in yes, charge. Yeah. Yeah. And I always remember that because I only heard this afterwards, of course. But apparently Luca, in celebrating the fact that he'd become manager before the match, opened up the champagne yeah. and everybody had to have a glass of champagne before story. they went on the pitch. Really? Yeah, I heard that story oh, yeah. as well. Brilliant. But that Dan Petrescu goal is superb. It's superb. And Dean Taylor yeah. scored a blinder that day as well. Yeah, he's another world. He scored one like the cup final. 3-0 that. 3-1. Vieira got sent off for foul on a certain Burkamp got a goal after like 88 minutes or yeah. something quality quite a really cracking performance yeah. yeah 
So there we go. So Dan Petrescu, that's a that's a really novel and interesting choice. I'm yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. And Dan, of course, wants to be the Chelsea manager still, doesn't he? Uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, I would. I mean, uh, you know, we, let's not go down that route because we've already <laughs> gone so over time. Yeah. We we'll have to get you back again, Rory, yes, and talk about that, please. But I, I would have him as a, in a shot. He wants to do it, and he's a decent manager. Anyway, so favorite players, Dan Petrescu. Right, is my final question. I sound like tubes now. Yeah. Uh, Probably not quite as drunk as Tubes, bless him. Um, if there was one Chelsea player you could interview, past or present, who would it be and why? It would have to be John Terry. Mm. Because uh, he's he represents one of... He has been party to almost all of the happiest moments of my life. Mm. And on the I've met him very, very briefly. He's always seemed like such a nice bloke. Um, it would just be it would be a dream to, to just find out I'd have so many questions to ask him can yeah. you imagine finding out what it was like yeah. at half time yeah. of the team talk for the Bayern Munich game or, you know, just fantastic how much access does the channel get to the players or is it none at all there's a hilarious one I mean it's still on YouTube actually but I interviewed Ramirez um does he speak English no not <laughs> the, this is why it was hilarious it's on YouTube Rory dig it out <laughs> But uh, I interviewed Ramirez, and I had to interview him through a, through a third-party interviewer, translator. Right. So I'd be, like, asking the question to her, and then she would ask it to him, and then he would reply to her. And, then, uh, <laughs> and I, it was a real bastard to edit it, but it was quite funny, you know. And I, but the funniest thing of all was I gave him a, a Chelsea Fancast T-shirt uh, first up, and it just knocked him for six. He didn't quite know what, what to do with that at all. Did, did you ask him? He's, whether like, he he's like, thank you. Did thank you, you ask thank him you. whether he knows that we play in blue? <laughs> Mate, this was before that. At the time, um, actually, it, I think he it, it was the season he, he scored that wonder goal, and he no, scored the goal of the season. So it was yeah. his first season, and we had high hopes. And then I interviewed him, and he got horribly injured. And the same happened with Oriel Romeo, who's the only other one I've interviewed. Right. And then he, he, he was looking good. And then I interviewed him, and he and he got injured. So they don't let me interview him. Yeah. I keep asking them that I'm happily. Ha- I will interview Chess Fabregas any time they like. <laughs> yeah. Try and get Harry Kane. Kill Spurs <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> Rory, that was brilliant. Sadly, we've run out of time uh, because we waffle on a lot. But um, we, as I said, we'll have to get you back on again. Yeah, because we, we haven't finished with you basically. But it was brilliant. Really enjoyed that. Oh, thank you. Um, now, I mean, there, there are probably people yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest who don't know whether they can find the Chelsea Fans YouTube channel. But I would be guessing that you can find it on YouTube. You really, you can find it on YouTube, and it's called the Chelsea Fans channel. Yeah, yeah come say hello. And your your Twitter is Chelsea at Chelsea Fans YT, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. Well, do check Rory out on there. And as I said, they do great work. It's really worth watching. I mean, they are, um, I'm glad to say, another one in the long line of fantastic Chelsea supporter medium. London is Blue, uh, the Chelsea podcast, the Podding Shed, us, Rory's guys. There's a lot of us out there and uh, all power to their elbow. Right. After the break, we will have a usual roundup of Chelsea supporters news. In it. Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea Footballfancast.com. Okay, welcome back. I am Stafford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. And we're on the home straight, and it'll probably be a rather truncated home straight because we've been waffling on because we've had weirdly so much good stuff to talk to. Rory's been excellent, and uh, Clayton's been on fine, grumpy form, and Dan has been 
uh, a rock, as always. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to jog off the emails. To be honest, there weren't that many to speak of because we've been away for ages and people forgot that we existed, which is kind of what happens. So I shall go straight in for our usual plug to the wonderful CFC UK, which, of course, you can get at home games from the CFC UK stall opposite Fulham Broadway Tube and, of course, at every away game. And the new one was out uh, on Sunday. And a very good read it is too. Very uh, well. We were talking how, about how this in the pub, weren't we? It's <laughs> only a pound. Hurry up! But uh, no, you're right. We were talking about this in the yeah. pub before. It, it, this this month particularly is is a cracker because there's a lot of the the meltdown after Mourinho going. Mm. But cover to cover, it's yeah, really good. a really good edition. Yeah, Tim Tim's is a. I've, I haven't read all of it yet, and yes, Tim, you're right. I did read mine first, as I always do. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tim's is an absolute Tim Rolls article in CFC UK is is worth ten pounds, let alone a pound. Tim is not a happy man. He's yeah. absolutely gone for it, and it's a brilliant article. Kelvin and Marco is always Walter's really good. Worth Walter's 20 is good. Walter's worth twenty pounds. Uh, trust me. I haven't got to, are you, are you in it this month. I'm, yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, I haven't read yours yet, but I will. I will. D- I will. I will. Dean Mears is also a really good article. Well done. Yes, yeah. I forgot to say that Dean's written a cracking one too. It's fantastic. Uh, also, Martin Knight is in it this month. I haven't read Martin's I'm yet. Looking but forward it's, to that. Yeah, yeah it's about. Uh, would you believe George Best? Yes, it is. Nearly but, time for Chelsea. To have Mar- yeah, exactly. To have Martin Knight in there is is massive. Uh, mm. Martin it's an honour to share the pages. We, yeah, with you. you know, we need to get Martin back on the show. Actually, Martin's been on the show before, a long time ago. This this damn show has been going so long now. I forget half the people that we've had on, but we have had Martin Knight on, mm. and he was. We, I tell you what, we had Martin Knight on. When he released my the, the the book with the best title ever, which is Barry Desmond is a wanker, <laughs> I urge you to go and go to Amazon, Rory, and Google uh, Barry Desmond is a wanker and buy it. But it's Martin Knight's finest book. Yeah, will do. So there you go. You remember where you heard it first. Talking yeah. of fine books, I finished the Damnation. Have between you? being on the podcast with Mark? It's a fantastic book. Yeah, you like it. I was really, really. Good. I, I think those, really the two Soho it. gangsters were the best characters in it, though. <sighs> Tim Rolls won it for me. Thank you. <laughs> You're not coming back. Uh, right, okay. Anyway, where were we? CFC UK. Yeah, it's a cracking edition this month. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, I think all season it's been very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't get it by actually being at a game, do not worry. You can get it digitally by subscribing online at cfcuk.net. And if you're in the USA, you can you can actually get a real live copy if you're in the USA or Canada, I believe. Uh, all you have to do is follow at CFC UK USA. Uh, or get hold of Dan Lundberg, who is brilliant uh, and also is very heavily involved with Chelsea in America. And he is at D Lundberg underscore. Oh. I've, I've learned how to do <laughs> yeah. it, Dan. I know. But I'm glad that you're there. You're like, you're like a safety net in case I get it wrong. But that's D-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G underscore. Um, so there we go. Uh, quick plug for the Chelsea Supporters Trust. As always, you can join the trust. Get your voice heard by the club. It's £5 to become a voting member. Or it's free if you want to be a non-voting member. All you have to do is sign up at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com and you can then turn up to the meetings. I believe we've got our next SGM on in February. I think it's after the Newcastle game, February the 13th. Yeah. That's quite late. That's 5.30, I think, the Newcastle I game. think it might be. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. But trust me, there'll be one coming up in February. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be... Uh, Broadcasting it live on Mixler as we do. We need to get you to come and do some filming at that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you're up yeah, for that. Good, we, yeah. I don't, we, you and I didn't manage to get that together last time. No, I think I was. Uh, I think I was up to something. But this, yeah, time we'll, we'll really have to get to you that. along. Yeah, yeah. it'd be good. We, you get some good, good free content, and there's lots of people with big Lovely. mouths like me who like to be interviewed. What's that? Lovely. The pensioners. It's me interviewing this Chelsea pensioners. Oh right, that's, that's the damnation law. That's the yes. da- yeah. yeah. That was a crack. That was a good yeah. do. That wasn't it? Really good. Martin Knight was there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. 
Right, so yeah, Supporters Trust, all you have to do, go to ChelseaSupporterstrust.com and uh, sign up and then you can come to the events and the meetings that we have and vote on the issues that directly affect you and get your voice heard and of course follow them at Chelsea S Trust. That, my friends, is more or less it apart from two little personal messages. And one is to say it was fantastic to meet the lovely Ange yesterday yeah. in the Tommy Tucker pub, uh, who uh, was there at the game with a very old dear friend of mine and who didn't realise that Ange listens to this show every week, loves us, and she came into the pub and said hello, and I thought it was brilliant yeah, to meet you. Lovely too, yeah, she's a lovely girl. She was a lovely girl. Thank you for listening, Ange, yeah. and it was lovely to meet you. Now, uh, finally, 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 uh, we've said happy birthday to Charlie the Hurricane Skillen. But even more noteworthy it is Dr. Mart, the a founding member of the Chelsea Fancast with yours truly. He was 60 yesterday. Many happy returns. Happy birthday. He doesn't look older than 59. All, the more, all yeah. the more reason to retire him totally, but sadly we can't. <laughs> uh, but no, happy birthday, Smart. Well done, mate. I did, did uh, Facebook you yesterday just under the wire to say happy birthday, but well, I'll, I'll say happy birthday to you properly next week. And also last week, on the 5th of January, it was Chell Tell's birthday, another Chelsea fancast original, uh, who is now safely in somewhere in Asia. Uh, but I believe he was 21 again. Plus VAT. Mm-hmm. Plus VAT, yeah. exactly. So happy birthday to you lot. Now, I will be back uh, next Monday, which is January the 18th, to look back at the games against West Brom and Everton. And I will be joined by, guess who? Dr. Mark. The very same. And Jonathan Kidd. We, sorry, Jonathan, I know we replaced you with a younger model this week and we're very happy that we did that. But no, Jonathan will be back with us being a lunatic as always next week and uh, Dan is back yeah. with us too. Looking forward to it. There we go. So two weeks in a row for Dan, so that's all good stuff. Uh, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast. You can find me at Stamford Chidge, Clayton at Goalie59, Dan at DanSilves73. And Rory is at Chelsea Fans YT. There we go. So if you want to go and uh, troll us on Twitter, which is what normally <laughs> exactly happens. That's going to happen here. Yeah. Yes, that's the way. No, I think you'll find that the followers of the Chelsea fan are a bit more reasonable. Yeah, right. You know, they will, they will say. We'll see. You'll, you'll probably get a lot of, you were really good on that Chelsea fan. Get rid of that old git chid. You'd be much better if it was you. You'll probably get a lot of that. But they'll all be from me. You know. <laughs> yes. So there you go. But no, good stuff. And of course, don't forget to follow and check our website out, uh, which is ChelseaFanCast.com. And occasionally you'll find a f- wonderful blog by clayton and very very rarely me in fact never me really but no clayton did a great one actually a couple of weeks ago i'd commend it to you the long goodbye it was the long goodbye yeah good one about jose right time to go home uh time to go to bed for me because it's late but uh, clayton has been fantastic having you on the show as always been a long time no see hasn't it yes it has um and i do apologize for my grumpiness but i i like it i like you grumpy i'm not happy i'm not happy you're grumpy you're grumpy and that's the way we like it but great great fan cast tonight always yeah. Yeah. good fun it's nice to be back actually I think that's why we've waffled on so much because yeah. it's been about three weeks <laughs> three weeks pent up nonsense to talk about Dan great to see you as always yeah, mate great to be back really enjoyed myself cracking podcast good stuff excellent stuff we will see you next Monday yeah. Clayton I don't know when you're back when you're back do you know when you ask me okay yeah. I'm sure you're in the schedule anyway cool. right, we'll see you soon and of course thank you so much Rory it's been a real honour yeah. and a pleasure and a privilege having you yes oh, absolutely thank, thank, thank you very much loved it enjoyed it yeah loved it it's been a real honour thank you very much good stuff we will get you back on another time but I know how busy you are doing the uh, the the fans channel so you know Uh, but we'd love to get you back it's been great fun I've really enjoyed it tonight now many thanks to my boys around the table thank you to you lot for listening 
Uh, and before I get into that, actually, I should apologise for not being live on Mixler, but we will be next week, I promise, Scouts Honor. So thank you for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, keep it chills. Up, Up the, the chills! It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.